The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, Exactware, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to it. The love for this program continues to grow, and we'll start the show right after we thank the people who pay for this party. Of course, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, Salt Lake Comic Con is back, and Dr. Volt's will be there. They'll see you in September. They offer a comprehensive hold service. It's free, and with that, you get a 10% discount off purchases over $20 and the previews catalog for free. It's totally worth it. Open seven days a week, 2043 East, 3300 South. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Of course, Cabin Fever. They've been providing customers with hand-picked greeting cards, gift wrap, books, and gifts since they opened their doors in 1982. Currently located at the heart of Trolley Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, Cabin Fever been helping the meek, the geek, and the freak ever since day one. Also, our new sponsor, Patron XO Cafe, a coffee liqueur made with 100% de agave Patron Silver Tequila. And Roca Patron Silver, crafted exclusively from the 500-year-old artisanal Tahona process. Each bottle is hand-numbered and hand-finished. Taste how it's made. PatronTequila.com Also, Chef Daniel Cantu, home delivery service geared to those who can't cook, won't cook, or are just too busy. Menu changes weekly. You can order as much or as little as you'd like with a $40 minimum. No commitment to order every week. Go to his website, Cantuscatering.com. That's C-A-N-T-U-S catering.com for more information. Also, Salt Lake Comic Con. This year you're going to have hundreds of new and exciting guests, including comic book artists, authors, and celebrities that will offer photo ops and autographs. Go to saltlakecomiccon.com for guest details, and we will see you September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd at the Salt Palace Convention Center. Let's get the show going. Remember, when you see our sponsors, tell them. Geek Show says, hey. Should I make it a point to not remember that? And, uh, Wolf Blanket, you go out to that mall. Searching for the Cosmic Cube. The Cosmic Cube! And, and, and at one point, they tried to get him to eat shit. It's about some orcs. And then they'll give him the package. What? We already bought the costumes. <laughs> oh, what, what a, a douche. douche. Oh, that was the best commercial ever. <laughs> gotta scratch my face up. Gotta wear some armor. <laughs> they're real and they're spectacular. Yeah. Geekshowpodcast.com Welcome back to the basement. Woo! Yes. You betcha. Basement time. Oh, it's bright in here. Got to put on these Geek Show glasses. I think I'm going to be slapping those on in a little bit, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I got the tequila brights going. Thanks, Patron. Uh, let's introduce the panel. Producer, designated driver, Quad T. Tony. Tony. Hey, guys. There's <laughs> <laughs> a really dramatic pause. I couldn't handle it anymore. I'm I'm relishing it, as Mark Hamill should have. Yeah. I thought it was like the Tim Curry in a uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I see you, Shiva, with anticipation. <laughs> oh, you got me. Uh, it's good to be here. Hi. Hey. What you got? I got, uh, I got a Twitter. I yes, got, you at, do. At Quad T Tony. And uh, if you want to hear about some gadgets and video games, I got the uh, Gadget Spot podcast with uh, myself, Jaron Owen, and uh, Excitable James. Woo! We're on the iTunes, uh, Google Play, Podbean, and Stitcher. Wow. That's all I got. That's it? That's okay. it. Yeah. I'm Thank done. You. Show me your watch. Oh, wait. Off. I got one more thing. What's that? 
Show me what you got. I forgot last episode to pull this out. Ba-blam! What I got the hell? a really big bag of gummy sour candies from Ikea. Boom! <laughs> <Good laughs> like your mom you packed gotta, your lunch. <laughs> you got to watch out for the gummies from Ikea, though. No, they're so no, good. I know as a parent, no like parent would pack them. that as a lunch. Yeah, they're weird. They're not salty. They're, they're, they're Some of them are. soury. Like someone, I think diabetes packed that one. <laughs> no, you guys need to try these. I got all kinds of flavors in here. They're I'm, really good. Uh, I'm good. I got I'm good. A, this I, one's shaped like lips. Um, it's I, so good. I can't. There's boiled cow part in there. Oh yeah, none for Lee. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that is like a five pound bag of fucking gummies. I know. Do right. Pass that's, them around. That's a lot. Show me what you got. I've had this little skull guy before. Dip it in your Patron. Well, then it'll just be candy Patron. Mm. All right. Uh, thank you. Uh, Shannon Bart said everyone. Hey. Hey. Uh, let's see. According to my calculations, you're back at the Sev this week. I want to talk about that. Okay, okay sorry. <laughs> That's not why he's here. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> but according even to, then. According to my calculations, he's on his third shot of Boca Patron Silver. I am a Roca Patron enthusiast. Silver. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? It's, it's good. So good. And I've been sipping it. I know. It goes great with Gummy's Swedish... Yeah. Skull candy. Yeah. <laughs> well, coming up in the in the the, the final part of the show, uh-huh. the Patron Exo Cafe. Oh, I'm excited that. about that. That's delicious. Because I love booze and I love coffee. Yes. Uh, go hey, see- come to my goddamn yes. pub quiz. Thank you. It's a lucky thirteen. <laughs> Get there at eight o'clock. You want a table? Around the patio. 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 That one's sour. It's fun. AJ, did you have fun the other night? Oh, it was a great time. <laughs> <laughs> see. Glowing they endorsement. lost by two points. That was a glowing endorsement right there. Bullshit. Oh, he's a. That's all they do in Denver. They golf and they go to pub quizzes all the time. That's all they do here, too. Essentially. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Lee George Cade, everyone. Hi, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> Is your coloring book on Amazon? Uh, there's all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, if you want to eat, come to the restaurant. Fresh Eatery, 145 East, 1300 South, Suite 201. We're open Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. And, uh, yeah, if you want to hang out, talk about fitness, Geek Show Fit, like a thousand people cheering each other on. Yes. And a uh, great coloring book, at least in my mom's opinion, <laughs> uh, Grimley's Beastly <laughs> Oddities on Amazon. Just L-E-I-G-H, Cade, K-A-D-E. Yeah, K-A-D-E. It's, uh, it's, it's coloring pages with stories because, frankly, I think that, uh, I think just regular coloring books are for sissies. Wow. You, you need stories. Bold. I want you to read and, and broaden your horizons while you're coloring. I would right. be shocked at uh, how many film critics are in town who have accreditation because their mom likes their blog. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I keep thinking I, I, I have a consultant who said uh, he, he just smoke-bombed into my living room. I didn't even summon him you know, because they're from another dimension. And he said, uh, you need a blog for your coloring book. It's like, no, get out of here, Chris Angel. I don't need, I don't need you. Poof. Yeah, and he smoke-bombed right out. Spooky. Mind freak. <laughs> Mind freak! <laughs> Jimmy Martin, everyone. Hi! Uh, watch me on KSL on the weekends yeah. right now, because uh, are all the Olympians dead yet? How no, long has it been? It's been a week? It's, uh, yeah. No, I just, uh, Three of them do- dr- uh, drowned in the shit lake. I just, oh, uh, I just read the future feed, and the uh, revolution has actually entered its fourth day, and all of the Olympians are hostages. I want to watch the rowing events. Viva Rio! And where they're like, Tom, stop tipping the boat! <laughs> stop it. We're going to have like, the fastest rowing times ever. Stop splashing! Oh, God, I'm not tipping my mouth! Put, <laughs> put 
Put that cigarette tell out. My, tell my mom I loved her. Tell those Germans to stop splashing. Put that cigarette out. Shit late can ignite any minute. The Germans are loving it. They're like, Scheiße. 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 I'm Max Holmes. I'm sorry. Not all Germans like Scheiße shit. It's bullshit. It's not true. Well, Scheiße. We all like Scheiße. Scheiße, Scheiße, Scheiße. Yes, Scheiße. So catch me on the weekends uh, for that one. And then uh, also Big Movie Mouth Off, Read Me and Slug, uh, Listen to Me on Mediocre, and Arrow and Geek Show. Arrow. So far, the name of the episode is Not All Germans. Not All Germans. Not All Germans. Not All Germans. Germans. So true. All right. We have a host. Oh, thank you. His name mm. is Jackson. not all Germans. Not all Germans. It's Caddy Jackson. He's actually opening a Shiza Hut this weekend. <laughs> Shiza Hut. Is that Tell like a really all. bad Pizza Hut? Uh, no, no, that's actually just a Pizza Hut. <laughs> have, a, have a gummy, Mr. Carrie Jackson. Oh. It looks awful. It really and I does. love gummies. It really does. Good. It's good. No, wait, 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 really Carrie. Good. That was the last thing Margaret. Uh, that's the last thing Melissa Benowitz did when she went over to Shannon's house. <laughs> Ate the gummy out of the out of the bag. This one is a little chunk of kryptonite. So how does it taste? Goodbye. Is that the name of a Spin Doctor's album? I don't little, know. He's, little chunk of kryptonite. Pocket full. Pocket he's full. Oh, oh, he's oh. got the same look on his face as I did when I first heard the Spin Doctors. Yeah. 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 Pure joy. It just looks like a trap. I don't like it. It's yeah. not, I, I've already eaten three. It's not a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. Don't fall for it. Yeah. Oh wait, no. I just have a. Dry, I just Is have he a dry mouth. It out? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> just swallow yeah. it, Carrie. What's the matter with you? Yeah. Be an American. Swallow it. I can't. I'm not a very good American. Well, fine. You can't go to Shit Lake now. I'm sorry. Monday through Friday, <laughs> six to ten. X ninety six dot com. Come say hi. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. Now. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at Geek Show, one word. Instagram, at Geek Show Podcast. Instagram. Facebook, search Geek Show, one word. Uh, Periscope, at Geek Show. Snapchat, Geek Show, one word. Uh, follow us. Uh, I'm going to continue to release those Sci-Fi Sunday Night episodes. Woo! Mm-hmm. Where you can see uh, me and Jeff and Shannon and all that stuff. And not me. And you were away. I wasn't. I know. Far. You waited until I moved to start that. <laughs> Uh, we got it's our in merchandise. my dream journal. I'll have you know. We got our merchandise available now. It's uh, geekshowpodcast.com. We got the uh, classic T-shirt. We got the flasks. They're selling well. Shot glasses for your Patron. And if you want to freak out your HR department, it's also available at middleageboners.com. Yes, uh, the summer hoodie is available, and the sunglasses and hats, both a Jay and Shannon edition. Shannon is the trucker hat edition. I don't know. And I'm, stu- I'm Stunt J. And what's the J one called? What's it called? Uh, snap. Flat brim snapback. Flat brim snapback. And uh, if you're part Yeti like me, it fits your head. Ooh. And uh, cloth patches. Nice. Embroidered cloth patches also. All right. Uh, so. We're like Martha Stewart. Yes. <laughs> so. I'm going to make a floral arrangement out of this. So the new Star Trek. Yeah. Are we are we far enough away from its release date that we could give a sp- what about yeah. two three weeks? We, three we weeks. could have a discussion two, about weeks. it. Okay, so if you haven't seen Star Trek Beyond yet, go and away it, for a bit. It. And yep. Idris Elba was ruined in the commercials anyway. That's your yeah. only spoiler. Boom, done. Um, so go away for a bit. We're going to talk about this movie. I want to get these guys' reads on it. Um, I saw this one. I can participate. So you can participate. Yay. That's good. Hold on. Uh, where should we start with this one? At the beginning. Well, first of all. Uh, if I have a drink, uh, to Anton. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, whatever. That's, that's too bad. Whatever. He gets for driving a Jeep. <laughs> wow, that was 
That was oh, sorry, that was the tequila. You're jeeping too? What's yeah. going on? Yeah, that was heartless. It's like he's made of meat. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he was made of meat, Jimmy. The Jeep wasn't. But Anton was. Oh. Um, we all well, so are you. <laughs> think oh. of an entire Jeep made of meat. Mm. Delicious. Wow. <laughs> Even I want a bite of that. Yeah. So to Anton for that one. Uh, also, I will say uh, they did Gay Sulu perfectly. Exactly to how yes. everybody but Takei, guess, it was guess great. What? Yeah, it's normal. Yeah, it's shit. yeah it, that's yep. how it was. And there wasn't there wasn't a wah wah or yeah. the actor. Or, here's the gay character. Yeah, they didn't, not, they didn't like, like, come off like slide on a rainbow. Like, hi guys, ladies and gentlemen, the USS Yorktown would like to have our spotlight dance with the gay Sulus. <laughs> but the actor, I don't know his name, but he uh, he's in a lot of Justin Lin movies. Who played uh, John Cho's husband? He was in Better Luck Tomorrow, and he's in all it the is, Fast and Furious. It movies. is the writer. The guy who oh. wrote it, yeah, with with, uh, with Simon, Simon Pegg. Really? Also, yeah. there's there's another great I'm tribute to look into that. Unless he wrote too, but he's yeah. also an actor. Yeah. The the USS Franklin was named after Justin Lin's dad, Frank Lin. Frank Lin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a little little fun. There's a lot of cool shit going on with this. And movie. the serial number on I'm, that was uh, Nimoy's birthday. I'm telling you, the best part of that oh. movie is when the Enterprise ramps out of uh, this building in Dubai and lands oh, the next so one. So good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that part. And that didn't happen. Um, oh. It's in the ultimate edition. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes. so I I rely on you guys because this. We all know I can't be trusted when it comes to reviewing Star Trek movies. Into Darkness was a beautiful movie. Because I liked Into Darkness. It was a beautiful um, movie. So did I. I didn't hate Into Darkness. I but, did. But, uh, <laughs> I liked it. I so liked it. so I want I want y'all's take first. Third favorite Star Trek movie of all time. Third favorite? First. And <laughs> behind, the, ooh, the, behind what? The most, the most faithful to the spirit of Star Trek out of all of them. I would agree. That is true. Out of all, even the old ones? Yes, Oh, wow. I would say I would say actually say that the classic motion pictures, the original crew motion pictures, don't feel much like Star Trek, other mm. than the fact that it's got the Enterprise and the crew. Yeah. Wrath of Khan is a great movie and still my favorite Star Trek movie. Okay, so that's one. And then uh, um, what's number two? First Contact. First Contact. First Contact. Which, which I switch back and forth on because I think with a few more viewings, Beyond might actually bump First Contact. See, back. that's kind of where I'm at. Wow, I really? I really like Beyond, Beyond as well. Beyond had something that has been missing from Star Trek for a very long time. I know the word. Goofy fucking optimism. Oh, I'll just say hope, but yeah. Hope, optimism, <laughs> faith in the human spirit, faith in camaraderie, faith that together we'll overcome everything. I'm honestly surprised I'm such a Star Trek fan because I am so cynical. You know, but what there's I... nothing wrong with cynicism yeah. because the world has kind of proven you right in that cynicism. Yeah. But Star Trek is about you watch the original series, and even if they're filming, even if they're beaming down to the OK Corral, there's still that fact that together. They're better than the than we're you know, all we're all different. Parts. We're together, and right. we can do it. You and know? that was that was the theme for the entire thing. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the whole thing that uh, the bad guy keeps saying is is oh your 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 teamwork isn't going to bring you out of anything. Your your federation. So and then it also reminded me of what's been missing from the last two in particular. I love the first J.J. Abrams track. Oh, it's one of my. It's favorites. a great yeah. great great movie. Yeah, but that whole. Gosh, gee whiz, bang optimism about the future yeah. wasn't really there. It's very cold. It's very sterile. The second movie, to me, it's like a platform video game. But this <laughs> third one, as much as we wanted to laugh about Justin Lin doing Fast and Furious movies, this was Star Trek. This was hope. This you, was this was a future I want to live in. I mm-hmm. want to go to the Yorktown so bad. Oh, yeah. Because that space station was the coolest space station I've ever seen. It I think amazing. we talked about it off mic, but then you guys didn't know. But mm. one of my favorite characters in this one, though, is Bones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Carl He's Urban kind of stole the show a little bit. 
And if you don't know it, he actually just did an interview where he said, I almost dropped out of the role. Yeah. I, you know, just because I was done with it. I was told, you know, Abrams, you know, as much as I enjoy doing it, I don't think you're doing anything with the character, per se. So uh, I'm I was, I'm, I'm on bell out. You know, because he saw another role that he was really interested in. And then I think Simon Pegg called him, told him the overview of what it was, what it was and what he was going to do with the character. And he's like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, that's what Bones needs to be. Like, he doesn't always have to be the wisecracker one-liner. He can actually provide help. You know? mm-hmm. I was talking with uh, Dr. Paul White, our good friend Dr. White, yes. who uh, Carrie, I'm afraid to say now, after talking to him a few times about Star Trek, may have the Trek knowledge of you and I combined. I, I never claimed to have much no, Trek knowledge. No, we, we used to be pretty encyclopedic. I've forgotten more than I know. Yeah, yes. but he's he pointed out that uh, Beyond is actually a better tribute to Wrath of Khan than Into Darkness. Because Idris Elba actually has some of Khan's best lines. Mm-hmm. There's at one point when he sees the Franklin come busting out of the out of the seed ships, and he goes, "Ah, my old friend." <laughs> and uh, there's there's just some great stuff in it. But it it uh, it did something that no Star Trek has done since. Um, uh, oh my God! First Contact. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks, Patron. Um, it. I went home and watched Star Trek. And it's been on a loop ever since. Which, uh, just all of it? or Anything. Any, anything? Any, any good episode of any Trek. And, and so I'm watching Good Enterprise. Yes, it's out there. DS9, which I love more than anything. Yes. And uh, the good next gen. And, and no Voyager. And here's what this, here's what this movie did. <laughs> oh, Voyager is such a football. Uh, here's, what, here's what this Beyond did. Um, it really put it in your face. The old ideas versus the new ideas, mm-hmm. and how we need the new ideas. Yep. Because if we stay in the past, we're just going to continue to fuck up. Oh, what's what's the whole thing with uh, Edison? He's just an old, scared guy who's terrified of change. Yeah. Felt abandoned by the old ideals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just that clear, and we see it in our own country today. Yep. The, the old ideas versus the new ideas, yep. and we need to embrace the new ideas well, if we're going to embrace To be fair, the old guys don't understand the new ideas. And that's, they're, yeah. they're terrifying, but neither would Edison, because Edison was the captain of the first Warp 4 ship, and that thing launched 20 years before Jonathan Archer's Enterprise did, but it was still in service when Jonathan Archer's Enterprise went out. So now all of a sudden he's, he's dealing with... The Kelvin timeline, where where what's the what's the warp capability of the new Enterprise? Warp eight, warp nine. I don't right? know. Uh, they've yeah. got technology, universal translators, which didn't exist. Uh, that was a new thing in Enterprise. So you know, all these new ideas. There was no Federation when Edison launched in the Franklin. It was still Starfleet. Yeah. So all these new ideas. Why would you side with the Vulcans if you watch the first season of of Enterprise? They're talking about how the Vulcans are keeping Earth grounded constantly. You know, they're saying that the Enterprise wouldn't have been the first Warp 5 ship if the Vulcans had let them have the, the technology earlier. And the Vulcans are like, you're not ready. You're, you're, too, you're too barbaric. The scene that captured me on Beyond, that I, mean, once I was like, I'm in, was when Bones and uh, Kirk are having a drink. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and he's like... Stole it from, stole it from Chekhov's locker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, which wasn't vodka. No, it was whiskey. Yeah. It was whiskey. And then yeah. he goes in the whole thing about whiskey. Mode. But anyway... Yeah, Chekhov's got a great line but, about how the Russians created whiskey. Yeah. We invented whiskey. <laughs> and, uh, but he's sitting there and he's talking about his dad. And he's mm-hmm. like, you know, my dad joined this because he believed in it. I did it on a dare. Yep. So why am I still here? My and, biggest problem with the Kelvin timeline, Kirk. Yeah? Yep. I addressed it. 
I think it's great. And then, but I don't know if you guys have seen it. Did you see the press release about the next Star Trek film? Yes. No. Who's going to be in it? Who? Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth is oh, dad. Oh, well, yeah, I, I did, did see, see that. And so I don't know what they're going to do, how to bring that in, but holy shit, well, I'm excited. We, we're we probably going to bring back Spock's uh, time travel ship somehow. No, I mean, either that the, or you, we were talking about Yeah, this. his his ship, the Kelvin, was destroyed right outside of a wormhole. So there was a temporal displacement when his ship was destroyed. When, when Nero uh, comes out with his big, crazy mining that's ship, right. he comes out of a time bubble and he destroys the Kelvin. The Kelvin, you know, the, we, we had one of the greatest episodes of uh, Next Generation was that episode where Kelsey Grammer's ship kept destroying the Enterprise mm-hmm. over and over mm-hmm. and over. You could be in a time loop, and that would be some fun science fiction. This movie took chances that that they haven't wanted to take. So it's like Paramount said, hey, guys, make a good Star Trek movie. And they said, okay. Mm-hmm. And even the Jeff Goldblum ending didn't ruin it for me. The Jeff Goldblum ending. I don't get that. Oh, I'm sorry. Playing sabotage and blowing up the alien fleet oh. is oh, akin yeah. to Jeff Goldblum planting a virus <laughs> yeah, in the mothership. That is true. And it could have been stupid as fuck. And no, instead of like, cool. I, was, yeah. I screamed. Oh, I was when, so when, fucking excited. When the uh, Yorktown starts playing it. Yep. Oh, and they like, knew. Yeah! And they knew it was corny because at one point, Bone says, are they playing classical music? Yeah. You know, like, if that line hadn't been there, if they hadn't have addressed the fact that it was corny as shit yeah. and played the fact that they they could have been playing Surf and Bird for all I cared while they were going across those ships. But it I was, want to see that edit. It was great. They they no? really they really made a Star Trek movie. They well, made uniforms. Great, My favorite no, uniforms. But they made a Star Trek summer blockbuster movie. Yep. Without it, forgetting it, it, what Star Trek great, was. Great, and it was a great action movie. Yeah. yeah. There happened to be a Star Trek movie. And guess what? Shut the fuck up about the motorcycle. It makes sense. It did. Yeah, it does. <laughs> he had a bike in the first one. Yeah. Well, not only that, but he was... He, he, he explains explained it. Where... They explain it perfectly. Yeah. And Jayla, great character. Great. I want her. Yeah, I, I want, want her, her back. I hope they, she comes back. When they I just want her. When they introduce Jayla and they flat out say, here you go. Here's your, here's your character that doesn't need to sleep with Kirk. Here's your character that's a badass engineer. Yeah. And when Scotty's looking at everything she's done and going... Oh yeah, this is cool. And she's got that 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 amber <coughs> generator that creates the, the oh, traps. And the, I, you mean yeah. the uh, fringe ripoff? <laughs> sure. <laughs> if it works, I mean J.J. Abrams was also executive yeah. producer on right. Fringe, so his writing but team I, was involved. Yeah, that was that stuff straight yeah. out of Fringe. I, I want amber. her. I want her back on the bridge of the Enterprise. Right. She was the. Uh, yeah. She was the villain in Kingsman. Yeah. Oh yes, That's with the blade feet. Blade feet. Yep. I I spent the whole movie with like my mouth kind of like. Open a little slack job. With I just my had, hand over it, I was just like, I just had a goofy ass grin. Yeah, on my I was face just like, I love this fucking movie. Like, and there's really, so many really nods good. to the old one, and I'm not a huge Star Trek guy, but like when he talks about the hand, uh, oh, the, the giant green hand, the giant green yeah. hand, the hand yeah. of Apollo, which they showed in the closing <laughs> credits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they they also, um, you know, the movie you're in in store for at the beginning when they send Kirk or Nixon to China, basically. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. To negotiate with these. These, you know, well, just horrifying monsters, right? And then huge. the sight gag yeah, on that was terrific. just fantastic. Terrific. Well, I burst out laughing when I saw that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so that being said, we all loved it. Why didn't everybody go see it? Because uh, they're going to go see it now. It had a huge opening weekend and then just drop, what, 70% in its drop week? Off. Well, uh, I don't. So. I will say the marketing was shit. The marketing was shit, and, and well, the marketing ruins the villain in one of them. Yeah, Man, that's, that's not that's also, not the they, movie team's fault. They didn't no. screen it for critics. They didn't screen Transformers to critics either. To be fair, well, that's I don't know. There's, there's a difference. China <laughs> there, loves Transformers. <laughs> there is a difference. <laughs> it just it you know whether whether our voices you know make or break box office, but I don't know. No. Well, hell, if they would have let us in, like we. 
talk to thousands of people. <laughs> we would have uh, said this weeks ago. I, but but isn't, isn't summer isn't summer box office kind of hurting this year anyway? In general, I know Suicide Squad made 150 million, but. I know the Ghostbusters movie didn't perform anywhere near what they were hoping. Ghostbusters didn't perform, but it finally made it to where they'll probably make a sequel. It made its money. Uh, sure. I don't know. I mean, Jungle Book crushed it. But um, Jungle Book was early summer. Uh, Finding Nemo. Finding, Finding Nemo. But those are, fam- those are family movies, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah so Dory. your family movies are expected to perform, and they generally do. Yeah. Well, a lot. Of, this summer was kind of a... There were a lot of flops. I mean, yeah. uh, Independence Day was a piece of shit. Well, well it was um, a piece of shit. Sequel to a piece, piece of, of shit, shit movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, were there any big... God, going back. Uh, uh, Civil War, if you count. That was May. It was May. Well, still I mean, it That's like, like your tentpole. Civil, yeah. Civil War made some money, but it was, what, the 10th Marvel movie? I was going to say, it seems like they front-loaded the summer and then have started to back-load it. They're, they didn't do a whole lot in the middle of the summer. You had mm. Independence Day, which was poopy. Uh, Jungle gonna, Book was probably the big moneymaker in the I'm middle say, of the summer. I'm going to say, Carrie, the reason why no one went to see it is the same reason why we've had so few Star Trek movies in general. Star Trek's not that big. Yeah. It's 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 fan base. It's is, got name recognition, but... Well, it's fan base is older, yeah. for one. And the younger ones, they want flashbang gee whiz. They're not necessarily looking for what we're looking for in Star Trek. And, uh, uh, a moral compass. A moral compass. Yeah. Uh, a, a, a star to set your ship by. Exactly. So, yeah. But, Which is what uh, you think of when you get older. I, th- so. I think... I think it's going to have good legs for the summer. I, I am saying right now, if you have not seen Beyond right now, go see it in a theater. It's yeah. fun. It whether, is. You're, whether you're a Star Trek fan or not, honestly. There are a few. I mean, and there's, I mean, we, we talked about this, uh, about you know seeing movies on the big screen and whatnot. There are scenes in this film that need to be seen on a big screen. Yeah, sure. Where I was like, no shit. I, I know it's like gripping the, hands, uh, the handles of my seat going, oh shit. But, like, I mean, like trying to hit warp speed by... Tipping the thing over the mountain here's, cliff. Here's, <laughs> yeah, because the ship, the, those ships don't fly in atmosphere. They, yeah. they, they bring that up, which addresses a gripe from old school Trek fans because the original Enterprise uh, from the classic timeline was built at a space dock. Yeah, and the new Enterprise was built on Earth, and so people were complaining about that, and they actually address it. They're like, "Oh no, no! When the Franklin was built, they they built them in space in." You know, yeah. they don't have atmospheric capability. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, because classic Trek Enterprise never had atmospheric yeah. capability. They couldn't afford it. Yeah. Uh, they would have. They would have if they had the yeah. if they had the budget. But, but what's happening also is uh, this movie was so endearingly entertaining to me that the lady that was talking at full volume through the whole fucking movie didn't bother me as much as she normally would have. And I think <laughs> that might be why movies are suffering because people are finally Could saying, be. "I am sick of going to theaters and listening to fucking baby boomers who can't shut up." Well. We can jump into that for a second because Lee and I just went to go see, as we record this, Suicide all, Squad, Suicide Squad uh, yesterday, and I saw it uh, at the you know, we saw the screening. Yeah, again, I'm spoiled with these screenings. Oh, you people. flat out say I have to see it with civilians. I'm dreading this. Yes, and well, that's how I am now with movies. And I didn't catch yeah. it till the last blah, 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 five blah, blah. minutes of it. But Cat was like, "No, this person was like full on just yep. fucking talking." Yep. Like in the back row. Now, she granted, paid, we're at, we're at Broovies. She paid and, to sit in a theater and talk to her friend. Yeah. And then the other guy was taking pictures. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll, save you, yeah. I'll save you 10 bucks, you moron. Yeah. Go to a coffee shop. But Kat had to be like, like she, she shushed him pretty fucking loud. You and shouldn't have to. No, you shouldn't. And well, that's uh, people say to me all the time, I'm like, I don't want to go to movie theaters anymore because there's always some asshole talking. One guy told me to fuck off, and I laughed about that one because I was like, okay, Hillbilly, you want to go? Yeah. Because we're going to fight in the movie theater. I've only got a few more years of that. Yeah. But... <laughs> um, I, I don't like paying money to go watch a movie. That's my church. I want to go to church. I want to be absorbed in the story. I want to. I want to see the gospel of cinema. Yeah. And some fucking yokel won't shut up. And then I have to tell him to be quiet because the theater 
won't. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. And if even you, if you go to the theater and tell them, well, hey, this guy won't shut up half the time. Do you want to hear? It, it was on the last episode that when I talked to Robert Redford, because I said, where do you see this going? And, and he goes, I go, do you see people just saying, you know, fuck it. You know, uh, we're just going to go watch it at home. And he goes, the only way I can answer this is hope. Yep. It's hope that we can figure out, you know, it's, you know, he goes, movies belong in a room with a bunch of people on a big screen in the dark and, it's like, and enjoying it together. But that hope is fading. With yep. people who behave with fucking cell phones and talking and has have no fucking manners anymore. This is my example. I went. I paid to see Ghostbusters 3D IMAX. Oh, for two so people, which, which I was told bucks each. so like forty bucks. Forty bucks. Yeah, I was okay. told that's the way to see that. Okay, yeah. so once you drop forty bucks for two people to okay. see a movie, maybe you're going to behave. Well, some lady paid twenty dollars for her fucking loudmouth three year old to come uh. in to the screening, and the kid was screaming through the first like third of the movie. Yeah, screaming. And I was just about to walk up and go, lady, you owe me fucking 40 bucks. <laughs> like, I was this close to doing it, but she finally dragged the kid out because I think everybody was looking back. I've had more movies. Going, I spent $20 for this shit. I've had more movies refunded because if you go and complain, the theater we'll management refund will refund you yeah. before they'll kick the people out for talking. Uh, I got I, a family kicked out of X-Men, too. I, I can save the theater chains a ton of money. You don't need to invest in IMAX. You don't need to invest in D-Box. Invest in a... Uh, an usher. They do that yeah. at um. You know, an a, usher. Yeah. There's a theater in. That's a, it. The usher's going to tell you to put your phone away, but the yeah. usher isn't going to tell you to be quiet. That's part of the usher's job. Yeah. I was to tell you to be quiet. There's a, a theater chain in uh, L.A. I cannot remember it for the life of me. It's got the big dome. Uh, it's like old school. Yeah. Anyway, it's on. In, it's in Hollywood and uh, Cinemark. Uh, no, it's not Cinemark. Megaplex. Uh, nope. Uh, so we Car Mike. <laughs> 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 So we're, I walk into this theater. We, I went to go see that uh, Wes Anderson movie, uh, Moonrise Kingdom. And I went with a couple of friends. It was a public screening. And they're like, oh, just so you know, like it's gonna, it's kind of a little weird at this theater. Um, you walk in and then they like, take your ticket. And then like there's an usher who kind of tells you like not talk and put your cell phone away. And they kind of sit there for the first 20 minutes of the movie to make sure that no one's talking. And I go... Well, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's not, that I go. That's how great. every press screen is. Yeah. I go. I would if 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 I had the money. And the funny part is, I'd go out of business almost instantly because yeah. there's another problem in movie theaters. I don't want to hear your fucking food. I don't. I don't want to hear your rustling yeah. popcorn. I don't want to hear your. And, and the new one is now they have full service restaurants, so yeah. you've got people eating nachos. Yeah. Crunch, crunch, crunch. And uh, I'm sorry, the hillbillies forgot how to eat. Hillbillies forgot how to eat, or they have like the plastic bags that they just yeah. keep rustling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, just so you're, pour it in you're, your fucking hand, asshole. You're, you're rustling around. I'm sorry. I, I I hate to sound like, and it's not it's not the youth. They're part of it, but it's I've both. had more problems with baby boomers that are sitting there talking at full volume because that's the way it's been since v, since VCRs came out. Yeah, <laughs> and so now what are they doing now? Hey, what do you want to eat when we get home? I don't fucking care, Martha. Watch the goddamn movie. Yeah, that's what you came here for. Or did you pay twelve dollars for air conditioning? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's true. It's very true. It's and again, we're yeah, as going to the press screens, we're spoiled. Well, well and there's so. that there's that new thing they're talking about where they're saying, oh, for fifty bucks, you can you can watch the movie in your house. And that's and Redford's and, completely and, against it. <laughs> and guess what? Well, of course he is. But guess what? I've got a really kick ass TV with a really kick ass sound system, and I've got enough friends that would make it cost worthy. I I look at Carrie's TV in the other room. Yeah, I'd probably be all right. You know, yeah. <laughs> but five of us pitch in ten bucks each, and we've got a badass movie that we yeah. can watch a couple times in twenty four hours. Yep, and we can all watch it. Yep, as long as you guys don't mind if I text during it. Yeah, go ahead. Mind me running around in a gray suit and jerking off in front of the screen. Or if I bring a random baby. I'm going to bring my two year old niece. Cool. Okay. Cool. After so these, these messages, messages, we'll be right back. back. 
Cabin Fever has been providing customers with hand-picked greeting cards, gift wrap, books, and gifts since it opened its doors in 1982. Currently located at the heart of Charlie Square on the corner of 500 South and 700 East, Cabin Fever has been helping the meek, the geek, and the freaks since day one. New arrivals this month include those uh, retro action figures that I collect, the reaction three-pack of Ripley, the Alien Queen, and the Power Loader from Aliens. Also new, miniature versions of the classic arcade games of Pac-Man and Space Invaders. I've seen these as well. They're very cool. In addition to the new arrivals, Cabin Fever also has a new adult coloring book section. These coloring books are much more detailed and design-oriented than the children's coloring books, you know, and they help your creativity flow. Cabin Fever's collection includes Lord of the Rings, Doctor Who, Harry Potter, and more. If coloring isn't your thing, check out their jigsaw puzzles. How about a Kill Bill jigsaw puzzle? They also have Star Trek. Playing cards. They got Dawn of the Dead and Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. A huge selection of lunch boxes and, of course, rubber duckies. It's Cabin Fever. In Trolley Square. So much more than a card store. Smells great. Tastes even better. Full-service catering and home delivery service from Geek Show friend of the program, Chef Daniel Cantu. Home delivery service geared for those who can't cook, won't cook, or are too busy. Or maybe you've decided to make a change in your diet and don't know where to start. This is From Scratch Cooking. Daniel's menus change weekly. You can order as much or as little as you'd like. There's a $40 minimum. No commitment to order every week. Chef Daniel, yes, I knew you were going to ask, can accommodate all food preferences and allergies. Vegan, vegetarian, paleo, gluten, dairy-free. Chef Daniel sources a lot of his ingredients locally when possible because we got farmers markets, ranchers, dairies, and bakeries all over. He can also do catering like he's done for us. Catering is available for all sorts of special events, weddings, business lunches, parties, anniversaries, third shows, what have you. Go to his website, cantuscatering.com. That's C-A-N-T-U-S catering.com for more information. You can submit a home delivery request or contact Chef Daniel directly, 801-359-6035. He's done a great job for us in the past, and you will get a special discount if you tell Daniel, Geek Show says hey. They didn't invent tequila. They just perfected it. Choosing Roca Patron is a simply perfect choice, and one which shows you care about what you drink. The Patron Spirits Company brings you the bold flavor of tequila, made from the two-ton Tejona wheel, handmade in small batches in the highlands of Jalisco, from the finest quality Weber Blue Agave, made just for you from a recipe, process, and commitment to craftsmanship that has never changed. Discover Roca Patron and enjoy its smooth, complex taste on the rocks, neat, or in your favorite cocktails. To find out more about Roca Patron, go to PatronTequila.com. Broken news. Welcome to it. Uh, we will continue with the episode. Not all Germans coming up. Where did that come from? I don't know. Uh, not all Germans like Scheinze. Uh, not all Germans. Oh, right. not all, is that where that came not from? Not all Germans. Yeah. Okay. Not is that, all. Germans. Is that scientific or? Well, I, uh, according to him. Okay. I, I'd say 100 percent of Germans that I'm married to that I have polled. Uh, not into no. Okay. Yeah. That officially makes it not all. Yeah. So not all yeah. Germans. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just most. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, well, let's begin. Oh, we don't have shot glasses. We don't have proper salutations oh. Oh, for, yeah. for Kenny Baker. Kenny Baker. He, Kenny Baker. Super nice guy. I don't know why everybody thinks that he actually got in the suit. 
Well, you, can, you can see him in it. It was the no, funniest. No, that's, that's just that's just perf- that's just to not scare people. He was just the sizing model. Yeah, it's just funny to me because Jay, when he heard about it, he he called to make sure I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first thing I said to you when I came in today. You did, you did. Yeah, yeah. R2D2 died. But yes. Lee, Lee worded it beautifully. Mm-hmm. Just plain and simple. R2D2 did not die. He's fucking real, man. Yes, he's real. Yes. So, <laughs> no, as opposed, opposed to the chimpanzee that was in the in the in the Muffet suit yeah. on Battlestar Galactica. Now, when, when he died, I I took it hard. Kenny Baker was eighty one. Eighty one. Yep. He had a he oh, had yeah. a phenomenal life. Yeah. That yeah. dude. That dude had an acting career. Yep. Uh, well, despite I've, I've, all yeah. odds against him having an acting career. Well, and yep. he's in one of my favorite movies of all time. I know what you're going to say. Time Bandits. Yep. Time Bandits. I Absolutely. Love that movie. Definitely. Yep. Um, I met him at Dragon Con when I was like 15. Oh, yeah? Yeah, super nice guy. Uh, His niece, Abigail Shield, told The Guardian of her uncle's death. It was expected, but sad nonetheless. He had a very long and fulfilled life. He brought lots of happiness to people. We'll be celebrating the fact that uh, he was well-loved throughout the world. We're very very proud of what he achieved in his lifetime. Uh, Drew Meyer Scow, his nephew and caregiver, told Sky that Baker had suffered for years with breathing problems for a very long time. Hmm. Uh, which he had been uh, uh, you know, facing very bravely, adding that the affection of Star Wars fans around the world kept him going without any doubt. Well, there you go. We see that with Peter Mayhew, too. I mean, Peter Mayhew's not in the, in the best shape. Not the best no, shape. And, never uh, was. But, but when people see him, he just lights up. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I imagine being part of Star Wars would, would really keep you going because anybody who sees you even Hayden Christensen they see him they're like I love you Star Wars what about Jake Lloyd anybody I no. he's, oh, he's, yeah. he's, he's you mean his cellmates yeah exactly he's, cellmates love ang- him yeah. he's exactly. too angry yeah besides he yells wizard well because that movie well, he, ruined his career Lee uh, yeah, and ruined the, and his the points career. that Lucas no, he ruined his career. Yeah, that's yeah the, the, the points that Lucas works into the back end of all of his actors' contracts so that they continue to make money through the rest of their lives. Yeah. it's better. Mm-hmm. It's better than any royalty agreement anybody could ever have. So I'm yeah. sure it ruined his life. Those yeah. checks that he gets every fucking ruined, month. It, it made so. him drive fast and crash into things. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> he, spent all, he spent all his money on meth and tattoos. Yep. Yeah, yep. Well, that, was stu- <laughs> that was stupidity ruined his career. So I was I was up when I when I got the news. I was I was up. In the mountains, so I had nowhere to go, but I had my Wi-Fi, and so I was checking out Twitter. Mm. I began to see the celebrities were paying their tributes. You know, I immediately went to Anthony Daniels' page. Yeah, is he okay? He hasn't posted a goddamn thing for days, and it wasn't until this morning that he finally did. Really? They did not get along. Yeah. Oh, they didn't. They did not get along. Really? Well, mostly it was Anthony Daniels didn't like Kenny. Oh. How could you not like Kenny? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because Anthony's kind of a dick. Yeah, apparently so. He's a lot yeah. like his character. Yep. Kenny stole one of his hot his corn dogs. <laughs> Maybe that was it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, here we go for Kenny Baker. Since I don't have a shot for us all to do, I'll just uh, take our little R2 action figure and... Oh, well, that was final. <laughs> <laughs> so raise a glass to Kenny and push uh, over push over your R2-D2 action yep. figure. Because you know you all got one. You, you got how many went out to? I've got ten. <laughs> <laughs> well... You'll see the you'll see the photo for this episode. I I piled them all up. Yeah, you oh. know, uh, Sideshow yeah. Collectibles has a uh, a, oh, a contest nice going one. now for the life size one uh, one scale R two D two. Is that a thing? Yeah, Sideshow made a full size one. 
How, how much is it? Oh, no. Carrie, does you it matter? You can't buy it, Carrie. You oh, have only, to win it. There's only one? Yeah. Oh, it, come on. And, uh, seriously, I'm going to get it, and I'm going to climb inside. All right. Yep. Because I'll fit. R-I-P-R-2-D-2. And people were asking me, was he in every Star Wars movie? He was in the original six. He was not in Force Awakens. No. Because... We need six. Stop it. <laughs> there were six. I'm so confused right now. There were six. Yeah. And it was the, it was the close-up shots. It was, right. you know, when you needed him to rock back and forth right. and stuff like that. I wonder if they'll bury him in the robot. Ooh. I don't know if he, if his family wants him to be buried in the robot. I mean, maybe if he's got cremains, maybe his maybe his vessel could be, you know, that. That. Yeah, no, so. I said they just open up the lid, just put it in there. He wasn't it. in Force Awakens, though. Yeah. Huh. Every every single R two D two has a little bit of ashes in it or something or for, Stein for his cremains. Yeah, indeed, <laughs> the Stein, the R two D two Stein. Yes. So confused. First, Bear Stain Bears, and there's six Star Wars movies. I'm definitely seven. There's seven. There's seven. Actually, there's eight because I think the eighth is pretty much finished in the can. Yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of the eighth, let's yeah. go there. That was I actually the, did that on purpose. Well done. Thank you. Okay. The Rogue well One, the Rogue One trailer. It's Rouge One. That shot of her on that like catwalk. Oh my god! The Tie Fighter comes up like that. That's, like, oh my oh. god! That's two trailers with her in a shot that made me go because <gasps> the first one was running at the AT AT and oh, just yeah. being like, yeah. I'm going to run at an AT AT with these pistols. Yeah, and there's palm trees. <laughs> <laughs> or when they knocked that one out with the with the rocket launcher. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I I just watched this just uh, and I was again like I did with the Force Awakens trailer. You thrilled cried. to be a Star Wars yeah. fan again. You, you cried. Know? I did. I got chills. I yeah. did. Yep. It was, I wasn't going to watch it. I was like, "Egg, I'm not watching it." No. No, I'm not watching it. And then he's like, "It's really cool." <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, shit. Okay. Yeah. Your yeah. resolve wore down yeah. one chance. Yep. Yeah. Exactly, but it was beautiful. Beautiful trailer, and uh, we've got uh, uh, the new season of Rebels hitting in about yep. uh, in the next couple of weeks. That's right. People that have seen it have said that uh, Grand Admiral oh. Thrawn is actually dead on the money for nice. what he was in the books. I mean, he he's he's uh, his opening scene. He's studying Sabine's artwork, and if you've read the the Thrawn trilogy, he studies the artwork of people that he's going to conquer, and he has a museum full of artifacts of people he has conquered. So oh. the well, scene of Thrawn just standing there studying their art and their, their tactics. I love it. This is uh, Darth Vader 24. Don't let the cover fool you. It's it's uh, one of the action figure uh, collectors. Darth Vader covers. number 24 is a great comic. What a really good. Yep. If, you're a, if you're a fan of Darth Vader. Best line ever. I'm accustomed to killing children. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Sand people, children. It's yeah. it's yeah. it's a little bit of kind of a flashbacky kind of a thing yep. because he's uh, Vader in the beginning is down. Yep. Uh, this guy has got control of his it's, stuff that keeps him alive. It's the guy that built his suit. Yeah, the guy that he built his suit. He basically gives the Vader override Theta protocol that shuts down the shuts down the suit. And uh, immediately, Vader Anakin goes to the day he got his legs cut off on Mustafar on Mustafar and and replays that in his head. Yep, but it. Has a definitely different outcome. <laughs> yeah. uh, but then Anakin shows up to yep. fight him, and uh, it's just it's just a great if you're into the lore of Vader. Oh, and, and Padme shows up yep. all pregnant and shit. Uh, it's if you're into the lore of Vader, this this shows you why he's such a goddamn badass. This one one more one more issue, and they will have made manic crazy um, episode 4 Vader into cold calculating episode 5 Vader that's <laughs> that's the 25 issue arc yeah it's uh, it's, it's it's some good if you're a Star Wars fan pick that up speaking of Vader back to that Rogue One 
yes. uh, the last shot of you know him. Well, that's there. his only scene. But that's the, the <laughs> thing, though. Yeah, right. Uh, is that uh, James Earl Jones is doing the voice? Yes. Yep. But like, I was Egg and I were joking around the other day, and I was like, they should get James Earl Jones into a sound booth and read every fucking word of the dictionary. So then, from then on. Even after he's gone, they can still have Vader. Well, he did, he did all of Vader's dialogue in Rebels last season, too. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm yeah. saying. The entirety of season two, which was some chilling shit. It uh, won't be the same with somebody else doing that voice. Well, there, there are a couple guys that get really close. Yeah? Yeah. They do. They do get close. There's, 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 uh, and the same with, uh, I'm not sure if it's Tom. Oh, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, the, the guy that does Yoda's voice on most of the animated Frank series Oz. work. It's oh, not no. Frank Oz. Uh, well, the on Rebels, yeah. it's been Frank Oz, but... Uh, that guy has done, I think it's Tom Keen, and he's done more, uh, hundreds of hours of Yoda dialogue. Yeah. And uh, Frank Oz has even said that there's only like one or two words that he says that he can't tell the difference, or that he can tell the difference. That oh, it's really? not himself. Yeah, that it's not himself. They're, wow. they're that close. Wow. Okay. Well, Frank's old old enough now that his, his voice is getting gravelier, so yeah. he yeah. doesn't really quite have the Yoda voice anymore. So we have him play old Yoda. Yeah. And the other guy, young Yoda. And, yeah. Uh, the, the young Yoda Chronicles will have someone else come in. And was there ever a young Yoda? Uh, well, he's you know when eight hundred, nine hundred, somewhere between eight and nine. He's yeah. also a liar, so yeah. he could be twelve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I have got a ton of DC TV news here. It's yeah, it doesn't stop, does it? <sighs> it does not stop. The cavalcade of DC TV shit. Yes. That I've got for you. Movies, DC. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We've got this. um, One of the famous Flash villains, Mirror Master. Oh, he's my favorite. He's a a, a psycho. As played by Sean Cassidy in the original series in the 90s. Oh, that's right. (laughs) He can can travel through mirrors. Yep. And like pull you in the mirrors. Well, yeah. See, I I have to research these because I'm not familiar with them. You get in a fight with him, he just throws a bunch of mirrors on the ground. He's like a serial killer. Can he come out not Sean Cassidy? No. Uh, I'm sure he will this time. Sam Scudder, a.k.a. Mirror Master. Criminal with a huge ego, upon discovering he now has the power to travel through any reflective surface. And sweet feathered hair. Yes, Scudder embarks <laughs> on a massive crime spree to prove himself the greatest thief the Central City has ever seen, being yep. played by Gray Damon from Friday Night Lights and Aquarius. Oh, ah. sure, okay. Yeah, yep. yeah that, that guy. Uh, that guy. So he that guy. I bet he's football. cute. Yeah, he's adorable. He's CW pretty. I checked Ooh. that out. Ex- that's a perfect one definition. Of my, it's, it's one of my favorite flashbacks. That's actually yes. an alias I use when I've got reservations. CW pretty? <laughs> a new table for CW pretty. <laughs> what a disappointment. Um, <laughs> show up. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> after your audition, they're like, I'm sorry, you're not CW pretty. Yeah. No, you're, you know, maybe WB pretty. Well, maybe. He, well, Lance Henriksen is certainly not CW pretty. No, but. Never but, was. But he's stepping up to play Obsidian on Legends of Tomorrow. Yes, the son of the original Green Lantern. Which, again, I had to research because I, I don't know any of these characters. Uh, he like uh, controls a black, like solid black light. He's the son of uh, the Golden Age Green Lantern, introduced in 1983's All Star Squadron number 25. Joined the modern incarnation of the Justice Society in 2007. He can merge with his own shadow, allowing him to fly and pass through solid objects and possess the shadows of others. Mm. Um, My shadow so, got loose. So he will be playing Obsidian, and he goes evil as fuck in the comic books. <laughs> and um, and and is his weakness wood too? And like might be gay. The character might be gay, from what I read. Okay, but a character that is gay, the Ray. They're making the Ray gay. Well, Ray he gay. apparently has always been gay. Oh, I never according heard that to the shit. research I read. Um, the Ray's been around since 1940. You're talking about the gay Ray. 
Because <laughs> I, I, according to some news sources, it has been around since the 40s. You can buy that at Sharper Image. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is uh, this is for the CW uh, Seed online. You remember that Vixen cartoon? Yes. This will also be animated. Okay. And uh, it is uh, Ray Terrell, the Ray, uh, the Ray Terrell version of the character. The second incarnation first appeared in 1992. Grant Morrison did it. Yeah. However, CW Seed won't be uh, taking. Oh, there, there it is. Taking inspiration from that comic. But they will be no, they no, they will be taking it from Grant Morrison's Multiversity. Excuse me. So it'll be great um, for about six minutes, and which, then it'll go crazy. Which took Ray's <laughs> superhero team, the Freedom Fighters, updated them to better reflect modern America, and so Terrell was an openly gay man. Uh, Ray has light-based powers. They're it. gonna have the Freedom Fighters. Yeah, they're gonna like, do the. One of them is actually Uncle Sam. Really? It's fucking Uncle Sam. <laughs> okay. That's and great. doll. Doll girl. Oh, that's what that was from? The Dunkle Sam? I would yeah. see that in the comic book store. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, but yeah, so it'll be on the seed animated. And, you know, the way that they're doing it, the Ray could show up. On, yeah. Who knows? Uh, more casting here. <laughs> I saw this, so I know right where you're going because you laughed. Kovar. Dolph Lundgren. Dolph yeah. Lundgren. What? Cast as Kovar in the Arrow. I don't know who Kovar is, Uh, but I know who Dolph Lundgren is. Oh, yeah. It says here we're going to bring him in. He's going to be this big, super badass guy who works for the Russian government. He's not a friend of Oliver. Uh, It's part of Oliver's promise to Tiana at the end of season four. It's going to be interesting because it's uh, going to get complicated, messed up very fast. Kovar shares his name with Leonid Kovar, better known as DC's Red Star. Okay. They're, I'm not, okay. they're not saying it's him, but he shares the name. So. I don't think I'm going to be able to handle all that acting talent. No, no, it's good. To, no. It's, it's good for Dolph to be Russian again. They uh, also <laughs> said that's good. That I must break you. That this new season of the Arrow will be the last of the Island flashback stuff. Oh, cool. Oh, I got yeah, me so excited when you said last for well, a second. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping they do more high school flashbacks. I hate yeah. <laughs> those actors will look good in, in, in even more high schooly wigs. Uh, two other things. Um, Gorilla Grodd is yeah. returning. I saw Gorilla this. City! They're and, going to the city. And they're, well, they, they showed the city. Yeah. You know? yeah. They're they going to do it. Season, yeah. They're going to do it. They'll Gorilla, never do it. Gorilla City. Fuck you. They're going to do it. They're going to spend a couple of episodes they're gonna there, do apparently. It. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. CW, CW spent all that money d- developing the CGI Gorilla on the 100. So now they, they got it Woo! down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Gorilla on the 100 at the DC Zoo was freaky. Mm. Yeah, I never saw that yeah. So when we last left Grodd, he was sent to a reservation on Earth 2 oh, they, other gorillas who had they, been experimented on. They took his native lands. Uh, let's see. Uh, Simon Kreisberg said, uh, I would liken the gorilla city thing to Ra's al This is, you know, you hear about the man from Nanda Parbat in Arrow, the man who showed Malcolm the way, and then you meet Nyssa, and then in season three you meet Roz. So it's a long-term thing, but we're going to do a two-part episode that takes place in Gorilla City. So, I hope, <laughs> ah, shit! I, I hope the Gorilla Guards are wearing gold helmets oh, with spears. Oh, clothes for sure. they got to be wearing clothes. clothes. At least, at least well, like... They don't wear clothes. They wear, like, armor. They sure. wear armor and togas. I want, yeah. I want Grodd in a white suit like Matlock. I, he never did that. He didn't? he didn't wear clothes, did he? No, no. That, was, that was Monsieur Mola I, that wore clothes. That's who you're thinking of. Yeah, you're I guarantee Mala. you, it's In not. The brain. <laughs> yeah, you want to talk? You want to talk about DC's DC's most romantic gay couple? Monsieur Mala and the Brain. And the Brain. And yeah. the Brain? Yeah, because okay. Monsieur Mala, he, he dressed up like a French revolutionary with a beret and camouflage. And he spoke in French. He was a and, gorilla. And he, put, and he pushed a brain in a jar around in a stroller. Okay, I didn't know I was talking about that, but yes, yeah. clearly. Yeah. 
And then finally, what everyone has been demanding with these with these CW shows, these CWDC shows. More pretty people. Um, mm-hmm. CW Laurel's coming back? No. They're, you, they heard you. You've demanded it. Okay. They've heard you. More Thea. And you're going to get a... Supergirl Flash musical crossover. What? Yeah. No, you didn't hear that. You, I, you didn't ask for what? that? No, I did not. I could have swore I heard <laughs> No, I, I didn't ask. Well, you, you know, Greg Gustin and Supergirl, both from Glee. That's yeah. where they came from. Oh, is that where they came yeah. from? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're both great on Glee, but what? let's keep the singing on Glee. Uh, but he said <laughs> he said there will be a musical crossover. Oh, that's great. Oh, let's hope no. the music Well, okay, you said. know, the, buff, no. the musical episode of Buffy is fantastic, so maybe they'll go that route. I don't know. Well, maybe, of course, maybe. Ollie, the big rumor on the internet is Joss is going to come direct. It. Maybe no, no. Uh, maybe maybe Mister Mister Mixia Spitlick comes in and, and makes everybody singing. <laughs> so yeah, that'd be, cool. that'd that be the way to go. Uh, one of the things we did learn at the TV Critics Association is that uh, the pod person from the Supergirl cliffhanger yeah. is Mon L. Oh, oh, cool. Yeah, he's not Kryptonian in the comics. No, he's not. He- what is he? Uh, he he's is from another planet, but he's got powers. It's a planet similar. nearby, but he has powers similar to Superman. Was it farther from the sun? So he has less Something power. Like that, yeah. 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 And uh, Miss Miss Martian is joining the show. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Sharon Leal is. They the did actress. a good job with her on Young Justice. Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's Woo! Lots of DC stuff. Wow. wow. Just for you guys. <sighs> uh, a couple of other things, uh, Mar- uh, Marvel movie related. They're just kind of minor. Um, uh, the uh, director. I don't know, the writer, excuse me, Nicole Perlman, uh, said that uh, Carol Danvers will have a new origin for her movie. Well, she's too close to a couple of other characters, especially uh, Green Lantern. She says, uh, I don't think I've ever had a project where I've been more mindful of the impact that it could have and the importance of it. She's an incredibly kick-ass character, and Kelly Sue DeConnick did a great run with her story arc recently. But here's the thing. If you're just going to do a straight adaptation of the comics, her origin story is very similar to Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's not what we want to do. There's a lot of reinvention that needs to happen. Hmm. So, so she's yeah, a, in both yeah. cases, it's, oh, here's an alien warrior. Oh, they gave me his power. Yeah. So, yeah. or their power. And then the other thing that uh, we found out this week is that uh, not just the vulture in Spider-Man Homecoming... Oh, you asked for it. Oh, yeah, I I know, Music, I know. It's a musical. Musical. You wanted to hear. Paul Giamatti's I'll coming back as the rhino. You were clamoring for this classic Marvel villain. If they don't use their traditional costume, exactly, I would be so mad. Is it? The Tinkerer. Oh. You wanted the Tinkerer. Yeah, I did, actually. He tinkers. He's the terrible what? Tinkerer. I ain't heard of him. Well, nope. you know, and maybe they'll do the Tinkerer so well, DC will say, you know the next villain is in a Superman movie? Toy Man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. You could do some cool things with the Tinkerer. I mean, you could, you could. like, saw villain kind of shit and yeah. things like that. So, yeah. you know, it's just the terrible Tinkerer. <laughs> it's it's kind of like our serial killer uh, Riddler idea yes. that, that no one ever did. Because you could do, you could do seven with the Riddler and Batman. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes. That would be great. That's what I want. That's what we need. That's what the That's Riddler what deserves. To it's me. time to I do want Robin's to head in a box. Huh? I want Robin's head in a box. What's in the box? Yeah. What's in the box? Yeah. <laughs> What's in the box? No, he, he wouldn't yell at you. What's in, What's in the, the box? box? The Tinkerer. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Now, do we have uh, movies to a review? Yeah, there's three of them this week. Three? What do we got? Uh, and... You've seen two, and he's seen one, so yep. you can jump in. Uh, yeah, all let's three. Do, we'll do the sausage party first. <laughs> oh, God. So, 
This is an animated movie. I know it's animated parents. It's not for children. Not for children. Even though we saw somebody dragging their 10-year-old out of there. Oh, yeah. Our, sounds yeah. right. Saw the that that little they, girl they... saw some shit she cannot unsee. Yeah. Sounds right. Were they disgusted? No. Um, and so the story is Seth Rogen and friends got together to make this animated movie. And uh, the whole thing takes place primarily in a grocery store. And the food comes to life. And it's not yeah. even like... It's not even like when the people aren't looking. Like, the people just can't see them alive. They can't alive. see that they're yeah. alive. Okay. But they're right. sitting there talking, and, like, if they jump or something like that, I mean, the hot dog just rolls, you know, like that kind of thing, so yeah. they can't tell. And the whole idea is if you go out of the grocery store, you go to the great beyond, like that. And, so and that's they where they all want to go. It's they like all the want to go. Land. Yeah. And so it, they find out that, uh, um, well, they get left behind the store, and they find the, what do they call them? Like, the, they're the non perishables. So they're like the gods because they're so old and wise, you okay. know? And they're like, we made it up. Like, there's no fucking great beyond. It's fucking horrifying out there, like that, you know? (laughs) And so basically, and it's them going to each aisle and, like, that, like the Mexican aisle, the Chinese aisle, the, you know, uh, the liquor aisle, like, you've got, you know, tequila's Mexican, you know, that kind of thing. And so everybody has their own belief of what the great beyond is. And they're like, there's not one. Like, like, so it's, it's, so Carrie, you would love this movie because it's it's made for atheists. Well, I was, I was, (laughs) I was reading a New York Times review of it, and they said that this, you know, don't dismiss this movie as, you know, dick jokes. Yeah. It's it's got this deeper meaning about you know questioning what's next. What's next? Yeah. you know. So it, there's that, and then uh, but I mean it is racist as shit. Okay. Yeah. sexist as shit. If you like South Park humor, it's where they just don't pull their punches. This is, everyone's up for for grabs. So the, the listeners of the show, mm-hmm. yeah, I will tell you this. I felt guilty laughing at some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Shannon Barnson was like, I think they're taking this too far. Yeah, I'm too far. You know, um, I was like, seriously. Like I was like, huh? I kept looking. I was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. There's a lot of fucked up shit. And at one point, went, and my, when I took a look at you in the end, it takes an odd turn towards the end. About the two, the first two thirds are fucking hysterical, and then all of a sudden it just takes this dark, dark. fucking turn. And, and like, I just looked at you. And I go, the fuck just happened. And I just looked at Jimmy. I go, well, this took a turn. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. it just went weird. And like, I mean, it, there were still some funny moments, but it just it wasn't like the first two thirds of it. So. so Grant Morrison wrote it. Yeah, maybe. Mm. So, it was uh, funny. If you're easily offended, do not go see this. Yeah, easily film. don't go see it. I'm at. I keep bounce between two and a half and three. Okay. So it's kind of two and a half. I'm, I'm gonna go two and a half. Yeah. Okay. I'm going yeah. one because I'm easily offended, and I didn't <laughs> see it, and I'm mad. <laughs> uh, but it is. It is. It's just got like every racist. Yeah. All right. Like. Sexual horrible, orientation horrible. stereotype. About like horrible yeah. wordplay, you know, just oh. shit like oh, But that. it's not real because it's about food. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I'll, just, uh, I'll just go uh, on a lunch break, I guess. And yeah. Well, You'll I'll enjoy just, it. That's, you know. a, that's appropriate. Uh, right. Next one, uh, we'll jump to the other side. Uh, Florence Foster Jenkins uh-huh. uh, is a true story about, uh, what would you call her? She's a debonair, New York socialite. Yeah. Yeah. Who owned a uh, music club, did a lot of the music in, uh, world in New York, and all of a sudden got the idea that she wanted to be a singer yeah. in front, you know, and, and, uh, and she's fucking awful at it. Yep. And so, yep. uh, but her, her second husband played by Hugh Grant. Oh, and this, uh, Florence is played by, um, uh, Meryl Streep. Yep. And so, um, uh, her husband played by Hugh Grant, who it's kind of funny what he, he did. He would bribe critics. He would give money to people, uh, you know, let certain people mm-hmm. not come in. To, the, to when she would sing, and so she thinks she's amazing, right? and all yeah. of a sudden she's like, "I'm going to cut a record," and then it's like my art career. So <laughs> <laughs> you were going to make a Citizen Kane reference? I'm sorry. <laughs> and yeah. then uh, she, he was out of town with his mistress, and while he was gone, she decided to book Carnegie Hall, yep. and he's like, "We're fucked." And it's yeah. a true story. Isn't it? It's a true story. No, listen, when you 
when you get a music degree like I did, this is part of the lore. I yeah. mean, I was in college. We all listened to this record she made. Mm-hmm. It's been famous in my life for a long time. So I was thrilled when I saw this movie was being made because it's this piece of cult art classic that anybody it, studying classical music knows it, and loves. Is it Vampiros Lesbos cult status or um, is it actually in my tiny world yes because that movie's terrible see yeah. we we have a we have a similar thing in radio yeah it's mrs miller the okay. recordings of mrs miller and uh it was uh gary owens who discovered mrs miller and uh, her rich husband would just pay to have records made and sent out to record stations oh, and boy. it was it was this, she just she was terrible oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. but Not but you auto tune but you played it because it was hilarious as fuck. It was, yeah. the, it was the same know? for us. We played it yeah. at parties. We got drunk and listened to this record. Florence wow. Foster Jenkins was a goddess to us. <laughs> uh, the acting's great. I mean, it's Meryl Streep. You know, so she's she's great. Uh, Hugh music, Grant's fantastic. It's really it, Hugh Grant's movie. Yeah, Hugh Grant's. And then is it Simon? It's the it's the little guy from Big Bang. Guy plays with oh, the little guy with the yeah. yellow pants. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Yeah, Simon. You're talking about yeah. Simon Helberg. 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 Yeah, Simon okay. Helberg. I think yeah, right. that. Anyway, he he plays her uh, the for, penis, and he's got company, he's yeah. got some of the greatest shots. He plays though. a penis. He's the pianist. Oh, and so uh, you know he's in there, and they they hire. It's kind of fantastic, and so they, they he doesn't know that she can't sing, and so he's all excited. They're going to pay him a shit ton of money like to play the piano, and all of a sudden she just starts singing, and he's got these great like, oh. looks like. Are you fucking kidding there's me? This, there's this moment where she's getting a voice lesson from the assistant conductor at the Met. He's obviously in on it, being well paid. Yeah. Hugh Grant's there. Everyone's encouraging her. She's doing her thing. And the look on his face yeah. when he's he like, realizes oh, what's going on. Pull it back. She's like, oh. Yeah. You know, and he's like, oh, beautiful. Yeah. So, so you've heard the original recording. Yes. And does Meryl Streep just do an impression of that? Yes, but a good one. Okay, a very good one. <laughs> All right, because Meryl Streep was because Cat was like, "You hated Meryl Streep can't sing for shit." And I go, "No, she can sing." She's like, "Well, you hated Mamma Mia." I go, "Well, that's because it's Mamma Mia." I go, "The yeah. person who can't sing at Mamma Mia is Pierce Brosnan." Yeah. Yes, but indeed. she cause she's got a voice on her. She she, do, she mimics it very well. Oh, good. Yep. So I'm at uh, three stars. Maybe. Yep. Three stars. Yeah. Three, definitely okay. three. Pretty for good. Me. And then right. the last one is Pete's uh, Dragon. Pete's Dragon. Yeah. Now, I saw this about a month ago at the Junket, and. And I told Shannon, I go, I know you love the original. The only thing that this one has to do with the original is that there's a kid named Pete and a dragon named Elliot. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. It's not a musical. No. Uh, I know. saw it yesterday. And so uh, you would, I, should, I don't know if I could get my phone out taking it out long enough, but I get a text from Shannon. I absolutely loved it. Because um, okay. <laughs> you, you kind of reviewed it for us last time. Right. Yeah. And and so I was uh, curious yeah, about your so take. so I went and saw it, and, you know, I walked, so... You guys, you've heard me talk about it on the show before. I have yeah. a huge, like, nostalgic love I'm with you. Yep. for the original. And so I went and saw it with the Mangler and her mom <laughs> yesterday. Okay. And um, I was immediately hooked from the first minute uh, that, like, from the first minute. And I was on the verge of tears, like, almost all the way through the whole movie. Wow. Right? Of course. Of course. And I will say that I have never been more worried about the fate of a character in a movie. <laughs> I, and I can't remember how long. Like, I was so worried, uh, even more than the Iron Giant. Oh, wow. Like, I was, so you thought the dragon was, in, was genuinely in peril? Yeah, You've, and I was worried okay. as shit. All right. And uh, that kid's an amazing actor. The kids did a great job. It's beautifully shot. Yep, it's in and, New Zealand. And, um, God, the soundtrack is fantastic. The dragon Redford's itself. Redford's great, and, and the dragon is... Um, it, I, it's my favorite movie of the summer. Wow. Oh, wow. From your lips to somebody's ears, because I just saw the box office yeah. and it's not doing well. No. Well, it's yeah. it's a fantastic movie. Yeah, it's actually 
probably kicked into my top ten of movies of all that, time. That is wow. the, that is the theme of the summer, though. I mean, yeah. Suicide we were, Squad's the only movie that's performed well, all this summer. And earlier in this episode, we talked about Star Trek. Yeah, and and it's a great Star Trek movie, and Which, no one's going on the yeah. third viewings even better. Yeah, see, and so I'm, I think I, need, I might be the only one watching this movie. It's, repeatedly. it's a weird summer because also, I mean, and I, I know I'm in the minority, of it, but I really like the BFG. Yep. And that one did yeah, really that well one. Here. That one. Critics love that it's a one. It's Spielberg kids movie, right? Yeah, yeah. You'd think. I I actually have a game to review. <gasps> Are you ready for Look this? I just gonna say. I'm gonna say oh. one last thing. So I saw it with civilians, right? Mm. Um, and it was a theater. It was mm. like at one thirty in the afternoon. Mm. There was, uh, I think, the true test of a kids movie. Is how did the kids behave in it? Yeah. yeah. This theater was packed full of kids. Yeah. And they were silent. Really, they nice. they were watching unless the movie. it was a proper the the you know the proper time to laugh, or they might reti- like repeat a uh, line of dialogue here and there. But they were they were me at six years old when oh, I saw it. That's original. great. That's and good to hear. Take your kids to see this fucking movie. That's I'm good. buying it when it comes out. That's good yeah, to hear. Really I'm good. still in that fucking Elliot from your house. It's mine. <laughs> <laughs> any any movie that can keep the kids from running around like it's Lord of the Flies in the theater is, I think, yeah. a yeah. triumph. Oh, that's great. Me and that's the great to hear. Her, her mom talked about it all night long last night. That's great to hear. Yes, Lord, well, of the, Lord of the Flies, why I won't go to a movie with a balcony. I know. Because <laughs> somebody's going to throw a rock on Absolutely. Right? Go, or a go, severed head. Go see Peach Dragon. Go see Star Trek. Please, please yeah. go see Star Trek. Yeah. Uh, I, I made a I made a mistake, guys. Uh-huh. I did something that I promised I wasn't going to do. I, oh. I bought a video game on launch day. Oh no! You don't do that, kids. Which one was it? You don't it? do that. No Man's Sky. I figured. Ah, uh, okay. now I will say this: I I only bought it uh, because technically, for us, some things can be a write-off, mm-hmm. and uh, buying a game to review on our show can be a write-off, right? Mm-hmm. Right, I mm-hmm. hope. Yeah. No, but even if it isn't, whatever. <laughs> uh, the 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 imagery on this game is stunning. It's uh, the, basically you're, you're crashed on a planet and you have to repair your ship and get your hyperdrive repaired and all this other stuff. And the game has this kind of electro electronica soundtrack to it. It's really soothing. It's mesmerizing. It's like a Zen Buddhism space exploration game. And there are moments in the game where I actually caught my breath because it was so stunningly beautiful. But it is. Long yeah. and slow. That's everything that I've read and about it, and it is—it's very well, meditative. And it's—it's it's like real space travel, right? And that's—that's <laughs> kind of what I loved about yeah. it. And it, like figuring out how my how my boosters work on my ship so that my travel to the space station didn't take six game hours. I didn't want to spend six hours flying to that space station, but I—I kind of needed to get to that space station, so I would have because the game's that that gripping while you're playing it. But then you get done playing for three hours and you go. Well, I just spent three hours harvesting minerals. <laughs> I don't know if that's what I really wanted to do. Is there a story? Is there a campaign? No, no, no. you explore. Now, you can kind of do your own thing. Like, I'm pretty sure when I get home tonight, I'm going to do what I've always wanted to do in my real life, which is become a professional space pirate. So I, I will be ravaging the sky, the space lanes. That's just kind of what I'm going to do. Have but, you have you found the planet with the giant snakes yet? No, they're, they're, it's all randomly generated. And there's there's something like trillions or quintillions of planets so yeah. you can't you can't because i saw a screen capture of giant snake planet. Oh, yeah. no the planet <laughs> the planet i went to had six-legged monsters that looked kind of like brontosaurus's bread with a badger and they Ew. were just kind of wandering around and you, you go around and explore and catalog things and and so for that it's really neat it's gonna be like, a tough night for the badger that's all i have yeah, to say if, <laughs> if, if spore if spore <laughs> if spore had been a better game this is the game that, oh, okay. that would have come out so i'm not i'm not complaining about it because what it is is great but what it isn't is is working so i know on the ps4 it had a rough launch but yeah. they fixed it pretty quickly it's a small team doing this game 
uh, Hello Games, I think, is less than a dozen people. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, but their PC Jesus. launch was a train wreck. They had patched it three times in the first 12 hours. Shit. Uh, you couldn't even load the damn game. Uh, out of the gate, you were just on the loading screen for about an hour. And this is after many delays, Well, too. it's been in development since yeah. 2008. So yeah. uh, as opposed to, say, Overwatch, which Blizzard spent a great many number of years, and yeah. they've already made it. Uh, the game's only been out two months, and already for the Summer Olympics, they've got, oh, yeah. you know, if you if you want to play Soldier 76, you can dress him up like a golfer, and uh, and which is great because, you know, he's an old man. So <laughs> it's it's funny stuff. So that's that's how you do your game. Develop it until it's ready. And even that had some hiccups at launch, but they fixed it really quickly. So No Man's Sky, if you really want to play it, I'd say give it another couple of weeks. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, and and that's what I'm doing. I'm putting it away because I liked it enough that I know I'll go back to it, but I'm not going to play it for a little while because I I just don't want to hate it. Because I think that's what's going to happen if I play it again. All right. Right now. So you're wait on No Man's Sky. I'm going to say on on actual execution, if I were giving it a one to five star scale or one to four star scale, I'd say on execution, it's it's a one potential for four. Oh, so it could be an amazing game. It's a review in progress. Yeah, it's very much not finished. So you'll get back to us uh, like in fall. Yeah, I'm going to get back to it after Comic Con because after Comic Con, I've got the Monday after Comic Con off. I'm going to have a couple of uh, I'm going to have a couple of Moscow mules and Mm. and and play the game. Have you named a planet yet? I've named. Four planets. Leaves us one, leaves us two, leaves us three. They, they auto name it. That's my other complaint. Oh, what? Yeah, because frankly, Kadistan, the you know the empire of Kadistan, yeah. needs to needs to be a spacefaring thing. So. I can't believe that. Well, they, they don't want people to put things about balls and stuff. Right, but yeah, you know, the not? chances of they've just said so far they've only found two people have managed to find another player in the game. Yeah. Wow. I mean, there'd be five million planets named D's Nuts if they didn't do that. <laughs> and just, just the ones my kids found. Yeah. Um, speaking of Comic-Con, yes. uh, just a quick reminder. Um, I don't have all the details yet, but as it sits right now, the Saturday night of Comic-Con, we once again will be uh, doing our show live at 50 West. That's September 3rd. Uh, last I heard, and again, this could change by next episode, so just pay attention. I'm just telling you to keep your evening free, mm-hmm. uh, the third. It, uh, it'll be uh, free to get in, and uh, doors will open around 7. We'll start around 7.30. We've already started moving forward with what we're going to do. Unforgettable programming. The first uh, show <laughs> the first show will be half of it podcast, just our regular kind of thing. And then the second half will be the Family Feud Woo! Geek Show edition with... Panelists versus panelists. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> and the losers get eaten by the winners. Now, Excitable James sent out a questionnaire to, to Geek Show listeners on our Facebook page and on our Twitter where you would go into some sort of survey, survey monkey type thing and answer questions for us. So do that. You guys aren't allowed to do that. No, we because, saw it. I almost did. So. I almost clicked on it, and then I read it. <laughs> I get really excited about the Family Feud, and I saw that. I was like, whoa. Oh, oh. Ah, damn it. <laughs> so that'll be the first show. You'll get to watch us play. And we've got a whole electronic board and everything. Ooh. The second show, by dem- this you did ask for. This you have been clamoring for, for reals. For years. Is another geek show role-playing game. And we'll do it live on stage. <laughs> so I don't get to drink. <laughs> and, we, and we don't. <laughs> or maybe, you, or do. maybe you really should. Yes. Oh, maybe I really, really yeah. should. Yeah. But you said we don't get to. They're not the same characters, right? As no, you're playing. Time? You're uh, we, you're actually playing you. Oh. Playing as but you. But I'm I'm going to generate your character sheets. Okay. 
And so I'm, I'm going to use my vast knowledge of <laughs> all of you to generate your character sheets with your skills and your attributes. And uh, oh, we're, we're going to play a live game, and it's going to be fun. But I know James says we're going to have a lot of cool merchandise there. And yeah. We'll yeah. have the, uh, the Grim Leaks coloring book will be there. So yes. and thank you, everybody, for, uh, for, for buying that book. It was, yeah, uh, it's, it's number one best-selling adult coloring book on Amazon. Woo! So. Hoorah! Hoorah! I got mine. I got. I think we got like four of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll have plenty of merch there that night. Uh, lots of stuff to get. If, if if you you know if you want to be wearing our stuff while you're there, that would be a good thing. You'd probably ought to order now. You you, you probably ought to. Yeah, geekshowpodcast.com and the merch button there. Excitable James has got a lot of stuff. For and you. and you know that snapback hat, my wife said. Mm-hmm. I don't look like a yokel in it. Well, there you go. <laughs> that's there the first ball cap I've ever worn where my wife didn't say, take that off, you look like a yokel. All, All right. right. And, uh, High be, praise. Be yeah. watching our various uh, individual Facebooks and Twitters for panels that we're going to be on for Salt Lake Comic Con. And uh, let me just quickly check, and I'll tell you when the uh, Geek Show recording is. I think it's on Friday. It's, uh, it is it's on Friday. Friday afternoon, I think it's, 4 o'clock it's or 2. It's afternoon. Here we go. Let me check real quick. Their app is actually quite good. It, it's phenomenal. Uh, let's see. So that will be. Do they update the schedule yet on the app? Uh, yes. Okay. If you if you delete it and reload it, it does it itself. Uh, it will be 3 p.m. Uh, Geek Show podcast recording in room 151G. And uh, yeah, so that will be uh, right Friday. Leave, leave your kids outside. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Damn right. We, we're what we call in the radio a blue show. Yes. Yes. Uh, we're we're blue programming. I noticed uh, that. I think I've got seven or eight panels. I think, and four of them are eighteen plus. <laughs> <laughs> like they know where to put. Yeah. Me. If if you go to their uh, website and search by our names, you yeah. can find where we're going. Well, be. There, there was a thing on on Facebook. Uh, uh, somebody was wondering if the if the rating of the panel meant that you can't bring your kids in. And the truth of it is, yes, you can bring your kid in. You're responsible for what your kid hears if you come into an adult program show. But I'm going to say as a panelist who comes, who, who sits in on these things, um, I don't want your kid in there. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's because, because the first thing I do is I start, I start self-moderating. I start thinking to myself, not, oh, fuck this guy for bringing his kid into the room. I'm thinking about this kid and what they may or may not hear, and I'm not yeah. thinking. I oh, do a little of both. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's, it's in just what order? Those, yeah. yeah, it's just one of those things. I immediately start self-editing. If you want the best show possible, please leave your kids somewhere right. else. Uh, anything else before we go? Mm-hmm. All right, let's get back to the episode. Not all Germans. Please to enjoy. Hey everybody, this is Jimmy Martin for the Geek Show podcast, and my wife Kat Martin has a special offer just for you. Are you tired of dusting your Legos? Yep. Polishing your Funko Pops? Oh, yeah. And just cleaning your house in general? Yep. Well, give Cat's Cleaning a call at 801-403-7342 today. With 17 years' experience, Cat, that's me, has carefully selected my employees and trained them in all of my ridiculously OCD ways. Check out Cat's Cleaning SLC on Yelp and Facebook, Cat is with a K, to read our five-star reviews and visit catscleaningslc.com for more info. We've even been featured on local news and actually cleaned for local celebrities, including the one and only Carrie Jackson. Oh, thank you. Mention Geek Show for a 10% discount. That's 801-403-7342. Or go to catscleaningslc.com. Cat with a K. Oh, yeah. This year's Salt Lake Comic Con will have hundreds of new and exciting guests, including comic book artists, authors, and celebrities that will offer photo ops and autographs. Go to saltlakecomiccon.com for guest details. Some of the celebrity guests include Mark Hamill, William Shatner, John Cena, Lou Ferrigno, Ian Summerhalter, Michael Rooker, Robert Englund, Arthur Darville, Katie Cassidy, Henry Winkler, Billy Boyd, Tom Wopat, John Schneider, and Catherine Bach, plus more to be added 
as the event gets closer. Nearly 500 vendors and artists from across the world will bring unique, handcrafted, and pop culture-themed merchandise and art. There will be hundreds of hours of panel programming, including cosplay workshops, panels with your favorite stars, and discussions with experts about fantasy, sci-fi, comic books, and more. Tickets were deeply discounted initially and increase in price as the event gets closer, thus rewarding early buyers with discounts. So get yours today at SaltLakeComicCon.com, and we will see you September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd at the Salt Palace Convention Center. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Let's see what's happening in August at Dr. Volt's. Ah, I know they've been working on this. They're getting ready. Salt Lake Comic Con is back, and Dr. Volts will be there. They will see you there in September. Look for them. Marvel's hit Darth Vader series is sadly coming to an end. See the Dark Lord of the Sith off with 40-page giant issue filled with contributions from some of comics' greatest talents. Starting this month, Scott Snyder and John Romita Jr. join forces to reimagine the Dark Knight's greatest villains in All-Star Batman. DC Rebirth continues with the new Suicide Squad. Task Force X is sent on a deadly mission to retrieve a powerful cosmic item that has fallen into enemy hands. The Bad Guys Doing Good starts this month by comic legend Jim Lee and Rob Williams. You know, comics have never been better. There's some great stuff out there, not just Marvel and DC. Dr. Volts has a lot of independent comics and smaller publishers as well. Don't believe me? Go check for yourself. They offer a comprehensive hold, or as some call it, Pull service. It's free. And with that, you get a 10% discount off purchases over $20 and the preview catalog for free. Totally worth it. You never miss an issue or an item. They're open seven days a week at 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City. Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. You choose Patron XO Cafe because it's simply perfect. The Patron Spirits Company from the Highlands of Jalisco now bring you the low-proof coffee liqueur with unexpected pleasures in every pour. Patron XO Cafe is the inspired blend of ultra-premium Patron Silver Tequila with the pure natural flavor of fine Arabica coffee bean made just for you. Enjoy it as a premium cocktail ingredient, an original delicious dessert topping, or to be savored just by itself. Patron XO Cafe. To find out more about XO Cafe, go to PatronTequila.com. Welcome back to the basement. Wahoo! Yeah. Oh, I love this song. Showtime. I Pay love attention. this song, too. But, yeah, but who likes the Clash? It's not my favorite Clash song. <laughs> it's not my favorite Clash song, yeah, either. Train in Vain. Train in Vain's good. my favorite Clash song. Uh, mine is... Uh, oh, wait. Straight to Hell. Straight to Hell's good. Yeah, wow. uh, I, can't, I don't know. Daddy was a bank robber, that song. Yeah. That's a good song, too. You know what? I don't think I have one favorite Clash song. You know, you know what? You know a what, lot of good ones. You know what yeah. movie... Uses Daddy was a bank robber. Yes, I do. Yeah. Jimmy's never seen it. I know, Jimmy. Jeez, I know it uh, without you guys saying it. Uh huh. Rock and roller. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. There's a guy smoking, smoking some drugs and dancing with a gun to that song. Doesn't Guy Ritchie's King Arthur movie look amazing? It looks good. Seen, I haven't seen any trailers for it. Yet. Oh, really? Shit. They showed a trailer to Comic Con. I I think it might be about a guy who's hallucinating a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have magic is, is and it, stuff? Oh yeah, Jude okay. Law plays Merlin. I'm in, I'm it, in then. It, it's set in the modern day though. Nope, no. no it's, it's, set, it's a guy rich. It's a guy Richie sword and sorcery movie. Nice. Did you ever see uh, Man from Uncle? Yeah. You remember like all the rad like camera angles and shots? Yeah. yeah. Picture that, but like back in the day. Mm. Uh, before but, the 60s. But, you know, <laughs> I, I'm a huge King Arthur. It's an know, alternate timeline when Jack's from uh, 
Jacks from Sons of Anarchy as King I'm, Arthur. I'm looking at the uh, London Calling track list. Yeah, that's a great. It's song. all good. And this is an album that everyone should own. It really is. It's it really fantastic. is. I came into some money. You're yeah. you're filthy loaded. How about we buy everybody in America a copy of London Calling? <laughs> <laughs> Death or Glory is such a great song. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Anyway, sorry. I like uh, Stairway to Heaven. <laughs> shut up, Tony! Shut hey, up! Hey, uh, actually, shut up! I'm gonna eat all your fruits now. I eat all your fruits. Actually, you leave my fruits alone. This this reminds me. Someone requested us that we do a music edition of this show. A musical edition? Yeah. What were we saying? Oh, I hate music. You know, I hate it. <laughs> uh-huh, you sing last night. Yeah. Um, okay, now I've got. About, I don't even remember. She's like the wind. Before I forget, because I have one last Star Trek thing, and then we're going to try this. Uh, this that looks uh, like a ding dong. This XO Cafe. It's <laughs> a wrench, not a penis. Um, <laughs> Shannon, if your dick is red and green. You need to go to the doctor. Tell me stories about Star so, Trek, Harry. So uh, Brian Fuller, you know, he's doing the Discovery, Star Trek Discovery, the new and series. Did, and he did Hannibal and Pushing Daisies yes. and Wonderfalls. Um, someone asked Shatner. <laughs> That'll blow her. Why would you ask him anything? Exactly. <laughs> what did you have for lunch today? Uh, I don't like the new I wasn't invited to the new ah, series. It was <laughs> chewy. Now, now, again, you know, other sites would get this story and go, he's going to be in it. Mm-hmm. No. The person interviewing him asked, would you be on it? Now, again, if an actor says, yeah, I'd be on it, doesn't mean they're going to be on no, it. No, they're not the same. No. Hate that question. That question sucks. It mean, hey, would it you means... like to be on television and make money? Sure. In, in, Shatner's sure. Case, no, in, no. in Shatner's case, it means they have a good pancake budget. But here's what he said. He said he would appear on the show if he's useful to the story. Well, they need a space manatee. Uh, framing his answer, <laughs> framing his answer with the belief that Leonard Nimoy was wasted in the reboot films. Which what? Oh, was he? Which, Fuck which, you! Which, yeah. no, he because you weren't invited. No, he's he's the reason that there is the reboot films. Right, right, he's yeah. the Kelvin I mean, universe. I'll admit his dentures were distracting. But... Yes, <laughs> I, I said to Leonard, you know, you're old when you go back in time, and you're still old. Yeah. It, it's a cameo, and I thought that's a waste of time. He's yeah, so talented. Why did they do something more with him? So maybe some poetry. That's the way. I feel about that. No one asked you, old man. Sit the fuck down. Uh, like, was, he would have jumped all over that shit. He would have fucking jumped on it I in wish, a heartbeat. I wish Whoa. Shatner had died in the 90s. Now, again, people oh, say wow. to me. People Dang, say to me. Willikers. You know no, who's I, moderating uh, him at Salt Lake Comic Con? <laughs> you. A, a fucking now. goat. I will moderate him. I'll be <laughs> saying, hey, Shatner, I wish you had died in the 90s. It's nice to meet you. Just sit, a, just sit across him and go, yeah. First of all, old man. First of all, I don't need a moderator. Yeah. Uh, second of all, uh, yeah. Here, here's the people say to me, uh, "Are you going to be sad when Shatner dies?" And I'll say, "No, Captain Kirk's my hero, not yeah. Shatner." No, Shatner's yeah. an asshole. Yeah. I'm going to say it. Shatner's an asshole. Yeah. And I'll be. I'll be more upset uh, when Anton Yelchin died than I will be than yeah. when Shatner dies. So anyway, yeah. that. No one. Unless that same Jeep kills him too. Uh, here, let's try this. Meet Jeep. Now, <laughs> it's like that'd be weird. What if What if uh, William Shatner gets killed by a bridge falling on him? <laughs> that would be weird. Well, that would be the sad one because somebody actually read his real death and they had to reshoot it. <laughs> this is coffee. Patron XO Cafe. Uh-oh. It is a coffee liqueur made from tequila by virgins. Smell it. Uh, and this is... Uh, oh, that smells so good. Again, our sponsor. Now, this is really strong. So you, you can't no, no, drink no, no, this no. for two reasons. So you, don't, you don't need to. <laughs> He's right. You should fill that up for me. No, you really don't. You don't need that much. I do. You do? Okay. My mom said All right. that I need that full. Okay. By the way, that mom is the name of the voice now, in my head. Now, here's the thing about this is that you, you, you could serve it chilled, and, and I probably should have. But you know what I've done with this? I've poured it over ice cream. 
I'm, no shit, vanilla ice cream. So I'm taking you this. Can it, you can put it in your fucking coffee. Yeah. So uh, I'm I love you, Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> I got my old this, friend. I'm taking this bottle home with me, and I'm pouring it over waffles tomorrow. <laughs> I have poured this over vanilla ice cream. I poured it over my mouth. It was a wonderful <laughs> thing. Right over your teeth. Mm. All right, so there you go. Ah. Oh Thank you. It smells Across so good. Patron. It smells so good. Coffee is coffee is Are seriously one of my favorite things. I I can't imagine Ooh. life without coffee. Mm. So, Patron XO Cafe. Thank you. Oh, my God. I'm not a coffee guy. Just, That's pretty good. Just hand me the bottle. Actually, I hate coffee, and hand, I kind of like this. Hand me the bottle. <laughs> I know what I'm going to drink up every morning. Sounds oh like Isn't that Sounds like this part of waking up. up it's it's passing out because you drank Patron. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, this, is, uh, this is my new favorite thing. Like, if I, was a ghost, if I was a ghost that appeared in a mirror and told you the things they liked, this would be the first one. Do ghosts do that? What yeah. the fuck? Okay. Where, what ghost I, lore is that? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's from Supernatural that's Season 9. Yeah. That's, the, that's, that's just inside your head. No, that's, oh. the, that's, that's the real legend of Bloody Mary. You say her name three times, and she appears and tells you what she no, likes. Okay. I that, that was, what, so it's, it's like... No, it, that's the... No, so the, what, ghosts are like fucking Pinterest? No, the new thing you say in the mirror three times, I said this on Facebook, it's President Trump. President no. Trump. <laughs> okay, don't say it again. People, people, President might, Trump? It might summon him. People think President that that's going to help you get used to saying it if it happens. Now, I've been telling people I'm almost 50 for a couple of years now, and it's just making me sad. <laughs> so stop saying it. If I say it one more time, it's happening. What, if he shows up? Cool, I'll murder him. Well, that would be an assassination. Would, um, he might go to jail. No, it'll be, be a mercy kill. Uh, that, that, that would thing be murder. On his head'll get yep. you. <laughs> <laughs> That's his secret <laughs> service number one. <laughs> uh, I hear I hear his hairpiece can sense a predator. <laughs> I think his hairpiece is the predator. Uh, couple of, couple of items here. Uh, you had the PlayStation Network, right? I do. I do as uh, well. Power Season Two. Yes. Hope you enjoyed it. I hope I didn't because it's not coming back. That's not Aww. that good. No, yeah, it's not really uh, worth it. It's been canceled. Powers is a great comic, and you should read it. Yeah. I, Powers, I, the TV show, yeah. looks like it was shot uh, on the same budget and soundstage as Mantis. Is this the same guy who's in all the uh, District 9? Yeah. 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 What's his name again? Charlton Copley. Carlton Sharpley. Charlton Copley. He was really good in the 18 movie. I love the 18 movie. I, I like the 18. Yeah. It was good. He was, was good in Elysium, too. The, the accent's yeah. distracting. He but. was good in Elysium. He was a creeper in the that movie. The 18 movie is fantastic. I and love it. It's directed by the guy that directed Smoke and Aces. Yeah. And Stretch. Mm -hmm. Two of my other favorite action movies. Yeah. Okay. If I appeared in a mirror, I would tell Wait, you that. Oh, you told me Stretch. I know Stretch. That ghosts don't do that. You live in the wrong house. <laughs> President Trump. I did it. I did it. I did it. Um, when I look in my when I look in my ghost mirror, <laughs> God, this is so good. My haunting <laughs> is the greatest haunting. This is. It's the classiest haunting. <laughs> this is a great, people, great house. I've heard people say that my haunting... I'm right. going to break this fucking this mirror. mirror. I'm breaking this mirror. This right. is a great a mirror. Murderer. This, this is a great mirror. It's great. I love it here. Um, okay. <laughs> now, a warning. Okay. A warning. Yes. Shit. For We're getting warnings, folks. All right. Uh-oh. We're being flagged. This November... Is this our first yellow card? <laughs> Don't vote Trump. This this November. <laughs> well, there's that. There's that. Stop being political, Jimmy G. Damn politics. Shut but, up, you stupid nerds. Just talk about boobs and shit and comic books. <laughs> but this November, 
Here's your first hint. The National Geographic Channel. Oh! Ah, that's too nerdy for me. Is uh, going to take audience to outer space the way we haven't seen before. Producers, producers Ron Howard, Brian Grazer. Okay. Mars. You sure it's not Brian? Mars is one Wait, of the producers? Are you sure it's not no. Brian Gozer? It says Grazer here. So that's a ghost I don't want to talk uh, about. Is the show Mars a six-part TV miniseries? It blends documentary and science fiction to dramatize humankind's first trip to Mars in 2033. Wait, that hasn't so happened yet. Half the show is like traditional drama. Uh-huh. The other half of the show is to show viewers the closest thing possible to what an actual trip to Mars in 2033 would like. So, so be learning. So they're shooting I'll in Arizona. So that's my warning. Uh-huh. They're tricking you into learning. No. Like when I, <laughs> like when I watch Twenty One Jump Street. I'll show you. That's bullshit. Just watch Matt Damon eat poop potatoes. Um, poop potatoes. So, <laughs> so um, you know, there's a really cool idea. A kid could be born on Mars, but he wants to go to Earth to meet a girl, but his lungs can't handle the. the that's ground. a movie coming out. Shit. Yeah, that's what it is. I knew that. Yeah. Okay. What's the ghost called? told me? I don't know. Um, it's called Mars Kid. The stories are then. <laughs> Mars Kid. Hey, Mars Kid! I can't breathe! Can I get two tickets for Mars Kid? See, so you'll watch that show, and then they'll trick you into sticking around for a documentary after the show oh. where you get Elon Musk and Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, I would and, watch that. I'm in. You know. Yeah. Where they talk about I will about. watch my future overlords tell me things. But it's tricking you. From producer Ron Howard. Yeah. yeah no, you can I met his daughter. You can, take a, you can take a cue from <laughs> right? this and actually... Teach sex ed by having a show like a you know perhaps a drama about dating that actually got into the realities of sex, and then people would watch it and actually learn what they're not supposed to be doing and ways to stop from getting pregnant. (sighs) (laughs) Tony, Tony, in all seriousness, just just because the state's leaders told you you're not supposed to learn about this doesn't mean you're not supposed to. Tony doesn't have sex; it's just marinating. I learned about that on the on the streets. That's true. All right, uh, here's another. Uh, Bust this. out the sheet, honey. This is this is. <laughs> I'm gonna we're gonna pretend to be one of Lee's ghosts. Get out the baby making sheets, honey. So I found the story about three weeks ago. I, I've been saving tarp. it because I wanted to share it with you guys. What's, what is this? Because this is this is just fascinating to me. A French court has oh, God, has ruled that Luc Besson's 2012 film Lockout. Okay, that's a good movie. Was. Lockout. A French that's court. The spa- that's the space prison movie. Yeah, a French court has ruled that that movie uh-huh. was plagiarized from Escape from New York. Oh, it is. What? A French court. No, it it is. What does France have to do with this, though? Apparently, this is where this. Well, he's is French. Gone uh, down. French uh, French copyright law actually extends until seventy years after the originator mm. of the body of work okay. dies. Oh. So they're going to give John Carpenter money. Luke oh. Besson owes John Carpenter almost a half a million dollars. Well, that's about the pay enti- a lot of, uh, that is the entire gross of that movie. He's going to buy that. so many Casio keyboards with that. Right. No, he's not. He's going to buy his Xbox uh, gamer tag you know, <laughs> <laughs> membership. That's so, all he does now. Uh, no, that. Lockout was like this space movie where they had to they had to send I can't remember who it was it Clive Owen, I think so. I think it was Clive Owen, and they had the guy to, that looks like him. They had well, to send Clive Owen into a space prison to break out the well, space here's, president's daughter. Here's what they're saying. I they I saw this. Now he Besson has long d- denied that Lockout, which is about a convict forced to rescue the president's daughter, it was Guy, it was Guy so Pierce. It no, was that Guy sounds Pierce. like yeah. Escape from, from New York. From an overrun prison right. in space. And then there's a hip-hop caddy. But New York's not in space. <laughs> oh, and there's no it hip-hop in space. Uh, no. They said that it was too close. 
It is really close. And so they've they've ordered Luc Besson to pay John Carpenter. Carpenter originally wanted more than two million euros. I mean, he was pissed about this. So sixty bucks. Yeah, but no. upon appeal, <laughs> back then it was. They said it was about five hundred thousand oh, dollars. I kind of remember this thing. But yeah, and they just told J.J. Abrams he has to pay George Lucas for the idea. More of the notes that the court decided in a statement said. The heroes of both got into the prison by flying in a glider slash space shuttle. It's true. The lead character's name is had Jake to, Liskin. Had to <laughs> wait his, a minute. His name's actually Ecans. Had to like confront inmates led by a chief with a strange right arm. Wouldn't it be Plake Sniskin? No, it's Ecans. Found hugely important briefcases. Yep. <laughs> and met a former sidekick who then dies. Yep. At the end of both films, the heroes keep secret documents yep. recovered during their mission. But and the final scene is Kurt Russell crying in the corner. To be fair, with an eye patch. he didn't rescue the space president. He rescued the president's daughter. That's what they said. That's the, the only... The, president, the president's know, space daughter. President's daughter. That's yeah. the same argument as Vanilla Ice saying... No, it's, dun, 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 dun. It's, it's not It's not completely the same, but it does It does have a lot of elements. Right. Yeah. Speaking of the French... But it's a better movie. <laughs> yes. I actually saw a trailer yesterday. Like, Jerry Lewis is... He made a new movie. What a new movie! He's yeah, no, he's eighty plus, right? And he's it's it's actually, and I think it's like him saying goodbye. It's about a, a, a guy who does he kill himself on the movie? I don't know, but <laughs> it's, he, it's he, about a guy whose um, career is wife over. died. Is he playing William Shatner? And it, about it, Schmidt? He's, is he remaking about? No, Schmidt? no, it, uh, it's called Max something. Hmm. About Max? Actually, no, <laughs> I really want to see Kathy Bates tits again. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was like, I was oh, watching it, and I was like, this looks actually pretty good. I actually thought he was dead. <laughs> I thought he was dead, too. Yeah, I also hear he's agreed to appear on the new Star Trek. No, he's not. If asked, he'll, he'll no, attend. Because he's he's if motion he's cap as the spaceship? Same guy. If he's useful. I love Jerry right. Lewis. Um, Do you? You know, there's... Funny. I like that band he was in. Huh? It was Jerry Lee Lewis, you twice. Oh, dang it. <laughs> oh, he was there's a scene from Rockabye Baby. He was thinking of Huey Lewis. There's, there's this whole movie called Rockabye Baby with Jerry Lewis. <laughs> well. And there's this one scene that I will watch. If I'm in a fucking really down place, I will watch this one scene all the time. And it always makes me happy for 30 what's seconds. The, what's one where he's roommates with the flight with the uh, airline pilot, and the airline pilot kept bringing all the stewardesses home, and Jerry Lewis, can, uh, Jerry Lewis couldn't shack up with any of them? It sounds like a Martin and Lewis thing. It was. But did you know, and you can look online for this, there's about 30 minutes of that infamous clown uh, holocaust movie that he did. It's called Clown Holocaust. The the Day the Clown Cried is what it's called. Oh, Clown Holocaust. Where he plays a clown who leads children into the gas chambers. What? This is a real movie. Are you serious? But at the end, to be fair, he does fight Clown Hitler. (laughs) I wish. (laughs) This is a real movie. And there's about 30 minutes of it available out online. Why did he make this? He he made it, and then he shut it down. He's like, like, oh, "Oh, this is a terrible idea. idea. It's true. He could have decided that when he saw the script. Yeah. No. No. He thought he was making a big art piece, and he had all these guys around him. It's a French-made film. All these guys around him telling, oh, Jerry, you are a genius. Uh, but I, I think he saw it, and he went, oh, this is bad. This is terrible. That sounds fucked up. Awful. He should have had, had some more of this Exo Cafe from Patron. Because then he would have made I can't believe we haven't talked about Jerry Lewis more. Yeah, true. Show. I know. All right. Let's, uh, what do you have? Uh, you two. Uh, we'll wrap this up here. All right. Hang on. I'm almost there. Pulling it up. Pulling it out. That sounds awful. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, and while you're out there, people. Take more Patron. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> the Angry Birds movie is now out. I appreciated it for different reasons. Yeah, well, I took you to Hawaii. You got a trip to Hawaii. That's all right. Cat actually liked it a lot, which was no. interesting. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Gotham Season 2. Gotham. Got ham. You know what? You know what? Gotham Season 2. I yeah. liked it. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Wait until I die. Summon my ghost into your mirror. That's one of the things I'll tell you that I like. Doesn't, that doesn't happen with <laughs> President Trump. Goth- Gotham Season 2 oh, is fantastic. God. That's like and the that, fifth time that you Mr. said it. That Mr. Freeze story arc. Isn't it? Yeah. I told you. It's so good. Yes. The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension <laughs> is now on Blu-ray. Blu-ray! Yay! And coming soon is a TV series. Yeah. By Kevin Smith. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Hell on Wheels Season 5. Oh, yeah. That's That doesn't make Mormons that's happy. Tra- yeah. Mormons yeah. don't like that. No, no. That's the Old West train show. Why do we yeah. not like this? Uh, well, you're, you're not portrayed well. This, oh, this, uh, okay. Very... Well, most media... Yeah. <laughs> well, at first they're portrayed very well, and then a bad guy becomes an elder. Yeah. Has anybody uh, heard of a movie called Microwave Massacre? Yeah. Sure. That's that's, that's coming out. I'm on, in it. On I've been living that this week. <laughs> I play a microwave oven. <laughs> microwave. It's about the dirtiest microwave you've ever <laughs> no, seen. No, no, the microwave's oh. clean. The toilet's filthy. The burrito blew up. <laughs> are you talking about? Are you talking about the universal uh, quantum microwave that every Seven Eleven shares? It just exists in one taste, hey, time, and place. Hey, don't what? talk about the secrets. Shut the fuck I worked at a 7-Eleven, I know. I know, but you signed... I had to clean I that I know thing. you signed the paper. I never saw my daughter again. There's an NDA at the 7-Eleven. It's a special microwave that appears and exists hey, in all 7-Elevens at the Every one time. of them. An orange I, I, bang is made I, I, of dreams. I, 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 You're going to have to edit this out. I'll have to take that yes, out. Yes, please. <laughs> all right. uh, Our overlords will destroy Every time him. I think of this show, uh, The Vampire Diaries uh, Season 7, every time I think about it... Uh, remember when we did the interviews at San Diego Comic-Con? Yeah. 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 So... I went there. It was a couple of years before that, and I, 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 I'll say I jimmied my way into it. Yeah, and I just sat down in one of those rooms, and they're like, I was like, who, who are we interviewing? Like, what's going on?" And they're like, "Oh, it's the cast of Vampire Diaries." I go, "Awesome, I'll see you later." <laughs> uh, the Originals is a better show. Uh, the awesome. Burbs is on Blu-ray. Oh my god, oh, that's a great Tom show. Hanks. Tom Hanks and Carrie Fisher. And what's his name? He was nominated for an Oscar uh, in uh, Dakota. Is that what it's called? Tova Borgman. No, old man. Uh, Ernest Borgman. Shit. Uh, Ed Asner. No. <laughs> what is it called? It was him and... I don't, I don't know. Will, I... It was Will Arnett. Not uh, Arnett. Will Forte. Yeah. Uh, Bruce... Oh, Stern. Box Bruce Stern. Bruce Stern. Bruce Stern. Yeah, we did it together. <laughs> Teamwork. Make did it. Teamwork. I, I still think it was Ed Asner. Uh, a great movie. I actually love this one as a kid. The Great Outdoors. With, oh, uh, yeah. That's Dan a Aykroyd. shitty movie. I like it. Dan, no. no, I love mm-hmm. it. Dan Aykroyd, the John Candy? Mm-hmm. It ends with a great song called The Land of a Thousand Dances. Yeah, right. I know that song. I, d- I didn't need the movie. I, I know that song. Wilson Pickett, classic. All right. Uh, Raiders, the story of the greatest fan <laughs> film ever made. That's oh. those kids that made that movie. It's yeah. like a shot-for-shot remake of, yeah. of uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, right. I think. The sex scene's weird. I can't get enough of this Patron. I can't get <laughs> enough of this Patron. I need uh, to call a lift. That might be it. I don't think anybody gives a shit that Beethoven's on Blu-ray. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, the, I don't. The dog movies? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. I thought you were talking about the one like that, that was nominated for. Oh, that was Amadeus. Yeah. I like the scene <laughs> where the guy yells, Beethoven. And the dog, Charles like, Grodin, man. Yeah, and the dog breaks up. Charles, Charles the Grodin. Charles Grodin's funny. I love that song. He is. I liked him in So You Married Next. He was so good when he was on uh, Louis. I liked oh, him when yeah. he was. A, yeah, he was great on the first, second season of Louis. Uh-huh. The uh, the Great Muppet Caper. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because he was romantic. Midnight Run, Midnight Run, Midnight Run with uh, Robert De Niro. Yeah. I liked his too. talk show because he really made me scared all the time. Yeah, because his, his pancake makeup was really thick. <laughs> <laughs> Games. Uh, if you got the uh, 3DS and you like Metroid, 
You might want to avoid this game, what? but it's coming out anyway. <laughs> Metroid Federation Force. I'll I play it. I understand. Uh, there's actually no no main character for Metroid in this game. So like, it's about, it just shares the name? Yeah, it's about other characters that fight. Oh, and, that's and not good. you shoot things. That's like making why? a Halo game without Master Chief. Kind of, why yeah. would you do that? <laughs> no, no. You don't. That's why. Yeah. Uh, if you like the car racing, F1 2016. Does it have machine guns? No, no, no. These are Formula One racers. Does it have machine guns? Yeah. It doesn't I, even have fenders. I, seriously, the genre of video game where your car has machine guns Twisted and rockets. Metal. I know, but there aren't enough of those. There aren't any more. I don't want to play a race. I want that. Well, I think Carmageddon's out again. Carmageddon, I kickstarted that yeah. fucker, and it's not very good. Actually, so. yeah. the Cars 2, you know, from yeah. the movie, the yeah. Cars 2 one, oh, that was a good one. has that. Uh, but I want to drive a Prius. Well, it's with a talking a, Prius. With a rocket it's, launcher and a yeah. flamethrower. It's no, got that. One of them. A talking the, Prius that sounds like it's on The NPR. money you yeah. save on gas, you can invest in ammo. Just watch as I fire this rocket at you. <laughs> <laughs> next up, Tuva Throat Singing. And uh, for some reason, Tropico 5 is getting another version coming out on PlayStation 4. This is the complete collection. Hmm. It's got all the DLC and, and stuff. When was the last Twisted Metal? Uh, was it black? I, I want to say black on PlayStation 2. God, was it so, that long ago? Tony, right? Tony, do you have any news on uh, season two of Overwatch? No, they haven't showed anything we on didn't, that yet. The whole thing with them dropping uh, Anna as a character that just came out of nowhere. Wait, what? Anna? Oh, I thought you meant like getting rid of her. No, no, she no just, yeah, she got just, added. Like, just showed up out ago. of nowhere. And yeah. So, uh, Sarah's mom. I, I How crazy is that? Tell you, Carrie, the reason why you would love this game. There's a giant gorilla. Who wears body armor named Winston? And he wears Winston. glasses, spectacles, and he wears spectacles. And he shoots a Tesla cannon. It fires electricity at everything. And sometimes he takes his glasses off and just beats the shit. Out Gets of really mad and starts smashing everything. You had me at Winston. Yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, I love this game because I can go gorilla crazy on all the pretty people. Ah, so okay. And then also uh, this game called Grow Up. Oh, Coming out for PlayStation 4, Xbox Adam One, and Sandler PC. Sandler and, and Rob PC. Schneider. And no, no, no. Oh. No, it's got kind of neat, blocky, indie-style graphics. Um, Is this starring every woman I've ever dated? Yeah, they, they tell you to grow up. <laughs> every chapter of the game ends <laughs> with the grow, grow up. up. Grow up. Uh, chapter one, your grandmother. Grow up. Grow up. Chapter two, your mom. Grow up. That's it. If that's, that's a, it. Is that an independent game kind of thing, like independent developer? See, I'm, I'm pretty sure... I want to say it was put out by EA, but I, I think I'm thinking of Unravel. Let me click on it real did quick. You guys, had, uh, did you guys uh, talk about the Life is, Life is Strange series that they're doing? I don't think so. Uh, I'm living it. We're talking about the they're making a TV episode. <laughs> they're they're a TV making like show an of it? Epi- a, a series based off of the yeah. Life is Strange game, which is uh, if you haven't played that and you want to be depressed about being a teenage girl, there you go. I got a, that sounds though. great. I got a, a time hop notification like a week or so ago, and uh, it was me raving about. Uh, it's called Video Games the Movie. Uh-huh. If you haven't seen it, watch it. I'm not sure where it's available, but it's all about independent game developers uh-huh. and the shit they go through. Oh, yeah. And, like, one guy has an absolute fucking meltdown, like, in a hotel because his partner, no who now he fucking hates, is, like, trying to bankrupt him. Oh. It's, it, we, it's funny because the Utah Film Critics Association voted it best documentary of that year. Mm. And, like, we got, like, a, f- a full-on handwritten letter sent to my house <laughs> from the director. It was like... Thank you so much. Like we, because like, no one it was it was on anybody's radar. It never got nominated for anything else. But huh. We all see, were like, when you it's see all amazing. this, when you see all this indie stuff happening, my my son shot a, a post apocalyptic western out in the desert last yeah. summer, and it's it's hysterical because everybody was friends, everybody was on board, and then the producer decided he hated the director and 
took all the footage and locked it up. Sure. And it's been held hostage ever since. And I know some other people have worked on independent games where somebody had a meltdown in the middle of everything and just corrupted all the files. Yeah. Hell, I've, <laughs> I've, uh, I've known podcasts like that. And on that note... <laughs> <laughs> what hey, are you saying? Uh, hey, uh, that sounds familiar. Never, uh, yeah. never once has our webpage crashed and been ex- inaccessible to anybody. No, sure. it and, has. And never once did I have to spend hours on the phone talking people off of ledges because of that. Yes, sure it has. Get, <laughs> you sure do get 6,000 likes in one day. That's how the internet works. Yep. Uh, Mr. B, if you would please. Grow up. This fucking mirror ghost Trump. will not Trump. stop talking about how much he fucking loves to eat more ham. Oh, look at this Patronex Cafe. 